Hello and welcome to Peloton People's show number 77. Today, Anderson and Nikki are still out traveling. Um, this basketball season is going to be weird because they have a lot of games on Sunday. I think I think maybe Thursdays and Sundays are their game days or maybe Wednesdays and Sundays. I'm not sure. And they're in the Missouri Valley Conference, so they're going to be traveling a lot. So you might get me um, with other people um, occasionally. Um, today, they are in Bonita Springs, Florida for the Gulf Coast Tournament. And they play Georgia Tech today at 1230 uh, Central Time. I don't even know if the podcast will be out before then, but um, it's kind of I watched the last two games on Friday. They lost to Villanova, another top 25 team, but just barely. I think it was a two point game. And then yesterday beat St. Louis pretty soundly. And uh, their record now is two and four. And um, they are the best two and four team, I think, in the country, because three of those losses were. Uh, number five, Louisville, number four, Iowa, and number 23, Villanova. Their rankings might have changed, but that's what they were ranked when they played them. So, And they played them all tough. So they're going to be a really good team this year. As a matter of fact, in the um, in the Iowa game, Nikki was the high scorer on the team, which was kind of cool. But today, I am joined by Serena Myers. Um, and this is kind of unusual because Serena... Um, we we don't really know each other. We text occasionally, but um, you know I've never talked to her, and so so we really don't know each other. So I thought, well, this could be really really fun. It could go really horribly wrong, or it could be really good. So I think it'll be kind of fun because we'll get to know Serena. We'll also do some Peloton people stuff, and um, I just think I think it'll be really kind of fun. So uh, Serena, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. So I, I don't know a ton about you, but I do know a few things here and there. You know, we talked a little bit beforehand and then and then mm-hmm. from text and so and so forth. But you live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I found it ironic that you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan. So Yes, I am. <laughs> that that is that is fun. Do you have any idea how you became an Eagles fan? I think it was just fantasy football, really. I mean, I love Jalen Hurts. I love Goddard, who was their tight end until he got hurt. Yeah devastating and I have their defense too on fantasy so <laughs> oh that's funny my fantasy team is not doing very well this year is yours doing good no yeah no. I'm not a very good player now now jump and we'll get to know you kind of as we go along um because yeah. I, I uh you know I picked up on some stuff but first of all I noticed that you did Alex's turkey burn run I did how was that you know what I I really like Alex and whenever I was doing like the Ashton runs Mm -hmm. and I saw their interactions, I was like, Oh, they're really vibing. I wonder if he's going to be a tread instructor. So whenever they announced him, I was super excited. His Turkey burn run was really tough. It was a lot of Hills. He took it up to 10%. I cannot run on a 10% incline. (laughs) I don't think I could either. So when he said 10%, I started falling behind, but the energy was really good. Um, there were like eight Peloton people, I think, on. Oh, neat. Yeah, going live. So I had it filtered so I could see all the people. And we were high-fiving each other. We were hyping each other up. So it that was a lot so, of fun. That is yeah. so, how, how, were, how were the other Peloton people in the class? Were they good? So crushing it. Yes. Yeah. I, I tell you, that's the weirdest thing about the Peloton people, or at least the people that listen to this podcast. They're so good. I can go in on a bike ride and I can be 
top five, top 10% if I really push myself. And if I, that's if I filter just everybody in the class or, you know, everybody's taking the class. Mm -hmm. But then if I filter just Peloton people or people that, you know, I follow, I'm like, I'm like in the bottom half every, every single time. I mean, they are so good. And then you take running, I'm even worse. I mean, I used to almost be able to keep up with you. And then you just started crushing it, especially with that Ashton Kutcher stuff. I mean, you really got good in that, in that period. I think your running's gone to a new level. Mm-hmm. So who crushed it in the Peloton people class? Do you remember like who was really up there? You know what? I was I was trying to jog my way through the beginning portion of it. Mm-hmm. He was walking, but I had done a five minute warm up walk beforehand. Ah, so my plan was to go into it and start jogging the beginning of it. Um, so in the beginning, I was like number one and two. Uh-huh. And then there was I forget what her name was, but she just started booking it like she crushed all of us, all the rest of the Peloton people in it. She was like a hundred and some points ahead of us, like by the end of it. Oh, that's um, crazy. It's crazy. But that's that's cool to see so many people doing it. Now you you run pretty much only, right? I mean, do you have a bike also or yeah, we have a bike. I started out trying to use the bike, but mm-hmm. I was still in my sling from my surgery when I was trying to bike. So I think that that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way trying to bike with a sling so then I just turned to using the tread <laughs> that is so funny because yeah it, 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 I thought I, I thought I remember seeing a bike in your b-reels and I was like I don't think Serena I don't think I've ever seen her on the bike at all so <laughs> you should give it another you should give it another chance I probably should yeah so talk about this we when we first started talking uh, we were talking running and you had just had a sol- a shoulder surgery Mm-hmm. So, and then before the show, we were talking and you actually had three shoulder surgeries and you're pretty <laughs> young too. So like, yeah. what's up with that? Tell us about these surgeries. So 2015, I was in a cheer camp. It was my, I was going into my senior year of high school and um, I put a girl up in the air and I'm pretty small. I'm like five one, and I had never lifted a girl before. So they were like, oh, try to lift. As soon as I put her up dislocate both my shoulders oh my goodness yeah you're too small you're too small to be one of the lifting people that's what I said but (laughs) I guess nobody expected me to dislocate both my shoulders at the same time um so of course like went to doctors and they're like yeah like this isn't looking good we're gonna refer you to a surgeon and so I went to the surgeon and he diagnosed me with just joint hypermobility so what is that it's just basically like, you know, the mobility um, classes that they put onto mm-hmm. like the Peloton app. That's to help you like move through like your joint range of motion better. Um, my joints are just naturally loose, I guess. Like okay. my muscles that are around my joints are loose and like super flexible. Um, so it's easy for me to like dislocate my shoulders if there's a lot of pressure on them because there's nothing really holding them in place very well. So I had dislocated them both and then basically tore a bunch of the muscles and ligaments in my shoulders. So I had to get surgery on both of them. Um, And they were about nine months apart. So I got surgery on the right one at the end of 2015. And then I got surgery on the left one in the summer of 2016, right before going to college. And so I went to college, stopped doing physical activity for a few years. And then once the pandemic hit, I started lifting heavy. 
And after about a year of lifting heavy, then I dislocated my left shoulder again. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's crazy. So they so you said ha- stop lifting. Okay. Now have you haven't stopped lifting altogether though, have you? Are you just lifting light now or do you just I lift three to five pound weights and that once or twice a week (laughs) max. Now, do you do any yoga or anything like that? It it seems like with your flexibility, that might be kind of fun. Uh, So that's the issue is that I used to do like hot yoga in high school Uh and I guess that can make things worse. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because it's like, once I start stretching, my body doesn't stop. (laughs) Wow. Mm-hmm. That is really okay. That's that's kind of that's kind of neat. Yeah. Okay. So now let's uh, well let's let's talk about your Peloton journey a little bit. You've only been a Pelotoner since March of this year, right. correct? Mm-hmm. And then okay, so you guys got the bike first, I'm guessing, or the tread first, or how did that work? We got the bike first. So my mom is really big into Peloton, and she loves mm-hmm. Peloton bike. She loves Leanne. That's like her favorite bike instructor. So. Oh, neat. Yeah. So, um, I had my shoulder surgery and I was talking to my mom. I was still in my sling. I was like, you know, I need to get moving. Like I'm going crazy in this sling. She was like, why don't you just try to go on the Peloton bike? I was like, okay, fine. I'll try. So I went on the bike a few times. I liked it enough that I was kind of hooked to it, but at the same time, it was really hard for me in a sling to try and get going on the bike, especially Uh being so short. I'm like in a sling with one arm trying to reach forward with the other arm <laughs> can't really stand up well because my balance is so off. Yeah. So I was not doing well. So we had a tread, but it wasn't a Peloton tread. Okay. And so I would use the app on like an iPad, set it up on the treadmill and I would take Kirsten Ferguson classes on the tread that way. She's like my favorite. Um, but that's how I started getting into the tread classes. And I really did like hiking or just like the pop walks um, because power walking at that point, like walking super fast was kind of Mm. jarring. And then after a few months, I was just so addicted that I was like, I'm going to order a Peloton tread. (laughs) Oh, that's neat. You love it. I ordered it. I love it. I love my Peloton tread. Mm -hmm. I miss mine so much. I I had to go to Nashville yesterday and I was going to do a tread run. Although I'd be horrible now because I, I I was I was doing pretty good and then and then I lost access to my tread for most days. And then so I was running outside some, so I was still doing okay, but then it got cold here and I just hate running in the cold. I, I just yeah. I cannot stand it. And I forget I always forget how much I hate running in the cold. Every year I'm like, okay, this year's gonna be different. And every year I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't stand it. But I was gonna run when I was taking Jennifer home yesterday. She was here the last few days. And um I forgot my shoes. I was just wearing my Crocs. And I was like, oh, man, I, that's like the second time I've forgotten my shoes and that I was going to run on the tread. But, oh, well, it happens. I okay, hear so- you guys talking about the tread every yeah. week. And yeah. I sit at work and I'm like, come on, bring him the tread. Bring him the tread. <laughs> I wish they would. I would I'm going to have to go get it, I think. But but see, OK, so here's the thing. Like, Jennifer, I really think she's starting to really dig coming out here. So, you know, I, I need her to be like totally on board with moving here because that's 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 my master plan. You know, everybody, all Peloton people know this, but I'm not 100 percent sure Jennifer knows it yet. I mean, she does. I'm kind of joking. But, um, you know, Anderson's still in school and he'll probably graduate, I think, in May. And uh, so I just I kind of hate just 
giving up the house now and then he not him not having a place to live. Nashville's like super expensive. And uh, so, you know, trying to I guess I'll probably hang on till at least May. And then and then by then I'll see if my whole Airbnb thing is going to work and all that kind of stuff. So right. you need to come. You need to come to Tennessee to visit. It's a beautiful I would place. love to visit. <laughs> and um, let's see. So that's that's kind of that's kind of where where I am. So anyway, but. The Thanksgiving, um, the the turkey bird runs and and rides. I was I was seeing that Robin had forty three thousand seven hundred forty people ride live with her, and Alex had fourteen thousand four hundred uh, run live with him. That is crazy. And you, did you do it live? I did. Okay, that that's impressive. I mean, that's a big race. You know, what I mean, it like you, a lot of people. If you did a race and there were fourteen thousand people that showed up, it would be it would be huge. I right. guess the New York City Marathon had about fifty thousand, but you know that looks you know monstrous. So yeah, whatever. So anyway, I got to I got to give a special shout out next to to Heather Mutter who joined me last week, um, and she just did a bang out job. Um, I think I probably got more comments on last week's podcast than any podcast we've done. All, all 76 previous and then the few beyond the leaderboards we did. Uh, so it was it was just amazing. She's so good on the mic. Did you, did you hear that episode? I did. Yes. Yeah, she is it, so sweet, too. And yeah. her Be Reels, when she was talking about Be Real and how she felt like she looked like a wet, I think she said wet sewer animal, maybe. I, I don't know what it was, but she's crazy. <laughs> she's insane. She always looks so good on Be Real. I know. She's beautiful. I mean, she's she's a beautiful lady. So I, I don't know what she was talking about, but I, I, I love you. You disappeared for a few days. I did. Yeah. It's so hard for me to remember because I sit in like a little cubicle at work right? And see me all around. So I don't want to be like posting a be real. I know. <laughs> you just, I just wait, you just wait and do it later. You know, like yeah. if, if you don't want to, I mean, it work. I think it works best if you do it like right when it says, but you know, a lot of times if I got something I'm doing at night or something, I'll like, that'll be a more interesting be real than, you know, right. just sitting right here. So, but, but I, I, you know, I talk about be real way too much. I love it. I just I absolutely love it, love it. And it's so neat. Cause I, you know, I kind of feel like I know you a little bit because of just be reals. You know, I know, I know right. you have like the biggest backyard in, in, <laughs> in the world. And, um, you mean your house looks, your basement looks bigger than, you know, any house I've ever lived in. I mean, it, it is like a beautiful looking place. So it is, I love living with my parents still. <laughs> that, that is cool. And your, and your brother's still at home too, right? Your little brother? My little brother, he's 13. Okay. Yeah, so so that's really that's a pretty big spread for you guys. Now, does yeah. your, did, did your dad Peloton also? You know what? He goes onto the treadmill, but he uses like the just walk feature because he okay. doesn't want to take like actual classes. He likes to watch TV. Okay. So he'll walk for like an hour at a time on like an incline, just kind of do his own thing. And then sometimes he'll go on the bike. Okay. Um, and my little brother will go on the bike too sometimes and do like the low impact rides. Um, oh, that's or he loves Matt Wilbur's. That's okay. like his favorite person. He loves taking classes with anyone named Matt because his name is Matthew. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so Matt Wilpers is like his favorite person. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Now, how about, did your mom do a lot of the tread also? Yeah, she only does John Hosking. Oh, okay. I love him. He is so I good. I love him too. Yeah, I saw where you did a, a run with him. You did uh, one of the new runs, the the pace, the pick yeah, your pace run. Yeah, I did the 11 minute mile or... 5k pace setter, I think is uh -huh. what they play. And how was that? Did you like it? 
I really liked it. I did it around a track. So I found that whenever you're running around a track with it, it's really easy to follow because they give you like, oh, you should be at half a mile. You should be at a mile. So now I'm like counting my laps and I'm like, okay, I'm definitely ahead because my pace was like 10 minutes and nine seconds, I think. Yeah, you were you were you were almost 10 minute pace. I was like, well, you you were a little fast there. You went out really fast. Really cold. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that that makes it done. I, I I understand that. So, but you are, would you try those again? Yes, I think that the next time I did one, I would go up to the ten minute. Okay, and see if I can hit that. Is eight minute the fastest one? Is that was that the? I I'm can't remember. Sure. Here, let me check. Yeah, I just I couldn't remember. I think it was I think it was eight minutes. I wonder if they're going to have new ones or if that's just like a series that they're just. A one and done kind of thing. Eight minute is the fastest one that they have. And I was also thinking that they should do like a 10K one or oh, even like neat. a half marathon. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Or, or even even a marathon one would be interesting, you yeah. know, because because then you could have somebody in your ear kind of telling you where you needed to be, you know, right. that would it, be, it that would be kind of really cool when somebody is telling you, okay, you should be at half a mile. You should be at a mile. Like, it was really easy to follow. That that is that is great. Well, mm-hmm. anyway, anyway, I got off, I got off the subject, but just just a special shout out to Heather, and also Heather hit three hundred walks this past week. Um, she's she's pretty much an app on well, she is an app only user, and um, she just loves running and everything that's associated with it. So Heather, if you're listening, big big huge shout out. So now we're going to get into our class of the week, and this is so sad because. I was looking at our 30 days and last week I did one workout and it was, and I don't really have a good excuse. I'm just, I'm so busy between work and you would think like, like um, Thanksgiving would have been a big downtime, but it just wasn't. And, you know, Jennifer was here, so we're doing a lot of farm stuff. I had work, um, you know, Airbnb stuff, getting that ready. And I don't know, the days just got away from me. And my, my, so my class of the week is the only class I did which was a Rebecca Kennedy 30-minute stretching class from 7-13-22. Why I picked it, I'm not sure. It's probably one of my crazy pick method systems. But um, it was good. It was it was sort of like yoga, but way more casual. It was it was like come as you are yoga. I, I don't know. I kind of I like the I kind of like the vibe of it. Um, uh, because there were even some yoga poses in there. But on the month, I, I'm averaging a workout every other day. Um, for the last 30 days. So I, I think I think I've done 15 workouts, which is just deplorable. And then I looked at yours and you've done 75 in, in the last in the last 30 days. So you're doing you're averaging over two workouts a day. So, you know, I know there's I know there's stretching in there for you as well. But I mean, that's pretty impressive. Now, do you have a do you have a class of the week this past week? I do. Yeah, I'm going to say that it was a 30 minute Disney walk plus run with John. Uh, yeah, it a lot of people really said that. good. Yeah. What kind of Disney songs were, were, was the playlist? He had a lot of Aladdin in there, which okay. I love Aladdin. I got to see it on Broadway, so I was super excited to hear some of that. Um, but I don't know. His run plus walks, he's not like the type of person who does, okay, we're going to run for a minute, walk for a minute, run for two, walk for two. He just kind of flows with the music. I know. And so you just never know what he's going to call out. That, <laughs> so that is so fun. true. That is so true. I, he's, I think he's one of the first people too, that I tried um, a real run with, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and if you're, if you have just been doing walk runs 
and you're looking for somebody to, to jump up to to do some some run classes with, he's really good. I mean, I, I like his call outs are really, really smart. And, you know, it's he just does he just does really good classes. And he's so goofy and funny that, you know, the time just the time flies by. He's like he's unlike any instructor to me. I just he's definitely one of my favorites. I got to check that so class out. Fun. Yeah. And he even says during the class, OK, we're going to skip now. And I love when he does the skipping. Yeah. Oh, he's <laughs> he's he is. He's pretty awesome. So we yeah. had a bunch of we had a bunch of Facebook. Oh, wait, wait, before we do that, I gotta circle back. You said you saw Aladdin on on Broadway. I did. So yeah. are you a theater person? I am, yeah. I really like musicals, uh theater. So All right, like what's what's the best show you've ever seen? Probably Phantom of the Opera. I'm obsessed with Phantom of the Opera and Gerard Butler. Yeah, that's that was a good movie. That was a really good movie. Wonderful movie. Mm-hmm. And um, who was the lead actress in that? Um, Emily. She was in Shameless. Yeah, yeah, Emily DeRossum or something like that. I can't remember oh, her Abby name. Emily DeRossum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she was um, she was only sixteen, I think, when she did that yeah, role. Yeah, she was a teenager. Yeah, I mean, well, what a voice! My goodness, oh, yeah. I saw Phantom of the Opera on West End in London, and it was it was really cool. And oh, we're we're awesome. in these. Big old theaters, you know, that are like a thousand years old or whatever, you know, because everything in London or everything in England's old. It must be impossible to build something new there. And the one thing I remember was people were eating ice cream in the theater. And it just seemed weird to me. I don't I don't know why, but it just it just very odd. I mean, it might have been an intermission thing, but even still, because I mean, we're in this really nice theater and you would think like people spilling ice cream. I don't know. It was just it was just weird because you're not used to that, you know, in over here in America. But right. Yeah, I love Fan of the Opera. That that's a that's a great show. Okay. So let's get into some Facebook classes of the week. I will just uh run through these really quick. Um let's see. Heather Mutter had the 30 minute Disney Pilates with a DD from 110822. There must have been a bunch of Disney that dropped that day Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel DePippa, a 20-minute recovery ride with Christine from 110222. Um, Amy, 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 Amy. Uh, also the 30-minute Disney walk uh, run with John Hoskins from 1122. Uh, Shelly Heath, 20-minute spinal mobility with Adrian from 112322. That must have been one of the new mobility classes Yeah. Um, that, that we'll get into a little later. Uh, I don't know this name. I, is, I think it's Margot Riddit, Riddout, Riddit. I, I'm not sure. I got to figure out how to pronounce her name. I don't know if it's, I just, I don't know that name. I'm sorry, Mark. Is, is it Margot or Mark, Margot? I don't know, but I butcher her name all the time. So I got to get with her and find out how to pronounce her name. But she did both turkey burn classes, the the ride live, I think, and then followed it up with the run. Um, Julia said 30 minute raw sleep meditation from 10, 24, 22. Those are really good. And then Tiffany Cortez said the 45-minute 80s walk from Rebecca Kennedy from 11 20, 22. Now, do you like do you like doing the old the old music walks or is that is that music does not connect with you at all? No, I did that 45-minute 80s walk and it was really good. Oh, I that's cool. forgot that I did that this week. <laughs> now what kind really what's your favorite kind of music? I really like just doing the pop classes. Okay. Yeah. That's- that is that 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 is interesting. Okay, so now we got media of the week. I kind of stepped in last night and did something crazy, and because I, I was I was watching um, 
some holiday movies uh, over over the weekend. And I'm like, I wonder what everybody's favorite holiday movie is. And I should have just created a poll because everybody had the same movies, basically, except for you. Yeah. Jingle, jingle all the way. Is that is that the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Yes. Where he's trying man. to find the That's Turbo like Man. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wouldn't put that up there as a classic, but it was funny. Like I think it was Sinbad, uh, Arnold, yes. and uh, I can't remember who else was in it. But yeah, I, I think I only watched it one time. I can't believe that nobody else said that movie. <laughs> that is that is funny. I mean, that that's hilarious. But I, I love that. So for me, it's Love Actually and Elf. And um, it, it, Love Actually, I guess I got to put a disclaimer on this, but because uh, I I I've been it'd been like ten years since I saw the movie, and I remember one year people were asking me about Christmas movies, and I was saying, "Oh, you got to watch Love Actually. It's so good. It's so good. Have you seen it? No, I have never okay. seen it. So so here's my here's my little asterisk. It's sort of perverted. Like when I go back and watch it now, I mean, it's like there's a lot of sex in it and all this other stuff, really? and and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I've been I've been like recommending this to customers and stuff and i just felt a little a little dirty i don't know but it's still a great movie i mean but i'm sort of a i'm sort of strange anyway so i like stuff that's a little a little weird but i think it's i think i read where it was 20 years old uh this year so it's it's a good movie if you like if you're not offended by much then then you might you might like it i don't know it's way different than jingle all the way i'll tell you that much and then, and then Elf, I can watch Elf every single year. And I already, and I do. I think I've already watched it this year, as a matter of fact. So I'll read through a few of the others because uh, okay. they're pretty good. Kate Franny, Home Alone, another classic. Lori Richter, White Christmas and Elf. Shelley Heath, A Christmas Story. Uh, have you seen A Christmas Story? Everybody's seen that, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They, you know, they, re, they, they have a new version this year with, with Ralphie all grown up. I think I did see that they were yeah. coming out with that. Yeah, it, I think it's out already, but I haven't I haven't seen it. So, but I I don't know even what service it's on. But that that could be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Heather Heather Mutter and I'd forgotten all about this one when I was doing this Christmas Vacation, one of my all time favorite movies. Um, even even the very first Vacation movie uh, is number one still for me. But Christmas Vacation, a really close number two. It is such such a good movie. And uh, let's see, Corey Richter. I I wonder if Corey and Lori are related. They got to be. Oh. Um, Christmas Vacation and Elf. Woohoo Factor, uh, A Christmas Story. Stephanie Nealon and Cindy Katsky, both Elf and Rudolph. Um, Christy throughout Die Hard. Have you seen Die Hard? No. Yeah, it, it, it very underrated Christmas movie, but it it's got to be in the top ten. I mean, it is so good. That's another. That's another really good movie. I want to throw out another one. Yeah, that go I ahead. Just watched yesterday. Let's it's hear. It's a new Christmas movie on. I think it was on Apple TV Plus. Mm-hmm. It's Spirited. I watched that. That's. I watched it's that so this weekend. Good. <laughs> yeah, if you like musicals, it is yeah, fantastic. It was so funny. Yeah, it's a it's a takeoff of a Christmas Carol. And sort of a whole different a different take on it. So if you haven't seen that, I highly recommend it. Also, it was so unique. I have not seen a movie like that. Yeah, and I I love all musicals. So it, it doesn't it doesn't matter what it is. And right. Jennifer and I watched it. I think maybe Thursday night, maybe Friday night, and she fell asleep during it. She's not as big of a musical fan as I am, but 
I, I I absolutely loved it. Loved the ending. I just I just thought it was just a great movie. So that yeah, that that was that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a few others too, uh, but for some reason my page went away. So we'll just we'll just go from there. Uh, but yeah, Christmas movies at this time of year. I was reading an article this past week that there are 120 new Christmas movies this season. That's just like brand new ones. Now I mean that's like you know Hallmark and. Right. And Lifetime and I mean, just all the all the services out there. But I mean, who could watch 120 movies? And that's just all new ones. Now, now, granted, they're probably all the same. You know, they all involve, right. you know, really good looking people, amnesia, small town, you know, right. one of them really rich. Uh, you know, they're all the same movie, basically. But I still love them. I still like I still I like all those. three new Christmas movies just yesterday. What'd you say? What, what were they? <laughs> So I watched the spirited one in the morning. Yeah. And then after after my run through the park yesterday, I came home and I watched that three wise men and a baby. That's the Christmas take on the three men and a baby. Uh-huh. And it was really good too. Oh, that's funny. And then the one at night, I think it was called Designing Christmas. It was on Discovery Plus, I think. It was with that Hillary Farb from HGTV. She guest starred on it. Oh wow. Pretty good. It was kind of like a spoof of like an HGTV show. Oh, that's funny. It was a little cringy, but it was good. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do love. I love the Christmas season. I, I just, I love it. Now, how, you've mentioned you ran in the park yesterday. How do you decide if you're going to go outside and run, or if you're going to stand side on the tread, or you know w- what you're going to do? How do you pick your workouts? Well, yesterday my parents just said that they wanted to go to the park and take a walk, and they were like, mm-hmm. "Oh." want to go with us i was thinking about it because i had just done that outdoor run uh, i think it was wednesday night when i did that 11 mile pace setter so i was thinking well i was really cold the other night and it's like 40 degrees so do i really want to do this and then i found one of those earmuff things <laughs> so oh that's good I decided to go outside and take a run around the park which i'm happy i did because i went further than i thought i would go i did uh-huh. like 5.6 miles I think running and then I walked like another mile. So. You're getting you're getting so good. Now is a marathon uh, in the future? I mean what 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 are your running plans? I think I was going to bring this up later in the show, but what what are your running goals? I would really like to do the Disney Marathon in January of 2024. That's like oh, my, that's so my cool. goal. You got to get in really quick these days. It's Right. It's it sells out really 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 fast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I've been contemplating doing one of like the virtual half marathons, maybe at some point next year, just to see where I'm at. But I just don't know which one yet. So I'm still debating. Actually, if you did a half marathon in the fall, it'd be it'd be, it'd be a pretty good training run for your marathon. So and the Disney marathon is so much fun. I did it. I did it a thousand years ago. That was my first marathon was Disney. And um it was so it was so cool because it's so flat down there. So you know, if you don't really like hills, it's really nice. As a matter of fact, you got it, it was it was kind of painful because it was so flat. And then you would get on and off these exit ramps, and there would be a little incline in the in those, and um, it felt really good because you know just running the same on the same level the whole time can be right. kind of tough, but. Yeah, it was it was such a fun race. It was cold, but but it was fun. But they say, you know, like, you know, I complain about running in the cold all the time. And I think it's just because I don't have the right clothes for it. Because they say, really, you know, there's no bad weather. It's just bad clothing choices. 
you know, it's just like, you're not, you know, you with the earmuffs. I mean, that was, that was perfect. Cause you know, when the, when the wind's blowing and you get ear, you know, your ears are hurting and mm-hmm. it, but if you, if you layer right and, and do all that stuff, right out running outside can be kind of fun. I just, yeah, I just don't have the clothes for it, you know, anymore. And uh, I, I just don't, I just don't do it a lot, but that'd be kind of cool. You should do the, you should do the marathon. You will, you would like it. I hope I can get to that point. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, you'll love the whole Disney experience as well. I remember the day after the marathon, um, it was really hard to walk downstairs. Like going upstairs was no problem. It was just going downstairs that it just it was it just really, really hurt. So see if if that if you notice that when that when that happens. Now, now how how old are you now? You're early 25. 25. Okay, I think I was I think I was 28 when I did did my marathon um at disney so you're, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a great time that'll be fun but get in but get in quick so i wonder okay so so in the news this week <laughs> i know i'm bouncing all over the place but uh taylor taylor swift are you a taylor swift fan i'm not see that's funny because you're like the perfect age to be like i know taylor swift fan well i'm not i'm not really i like all music so mm-hmm. you know I, I do enjoy your stuff but I wouldn't go to a concert or anything right. like that. But, you know, you talk about the Disney Marathon and, you know, how fast it sells out. And then, you know, the debacle with the tickets for the Taylor Swift show. Yes. Um, it's just stuff like that just irritates the hell out of me. I mean, so, you know, basically, if you're not familiar with what happened with this Taylor Swift thing, you know, Ticketmaster sells all the tickets to basically every show. So there's no competition or anything like that. But the real problem is particularly for a high demand show like this, there's all these bots that, that will go online and like scoop up all the tickets and then, and then people resell them or, you know, scalp them for like much, much higher prices. And sometimes not huge higher prices, but still, you know, enough to, to make a difference. And I'm just wondering, I wonder if something like that happens with, with the Disney marathon too. I, I don't think so, but you wonder, you wonder like that too. Can you, can you sell your spot or I, I don't know, but, it, but that was, that was really irritating me when I was typing in last night on the Taylor Swift thing. And uh, cause a lot of things are like that. I'm not into shoes, but you know, like people are crazy about shoes and, you know, it's like the sneaker, you know, the, all the tennis shoe drops and the same thing, like bots will come in and buy everything. Um, you know, we have a PlayStation five that Anderson Anderson has and, it was hard to get those because they weren't they weren't in stock anywhere, and it was just it was just really hard. And once again, you'll see them online selling for six seven hundred bucks, but you can't you can't buy one in the store. So mm-hmm. companies need to figure that out. So <laughs> that's 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 all I'm saying there. I was I was, uh, but I don't know. That's okay. Now circling back around the annual 2022. So I've had so many co-hosts lately and oh and thank you so much for volunteering. You you volunteered to be a co-host today. I did. So <laughs> I, I I thought that was awesome and in and, and really lately I've been co-hosting with people I really know pretty well in the Peloton people right. community and and you I didn't really know that well at all and I thought okay well this could be really fun to to That's do this. That's what I was thinking. It would be pretty unique because we don't know each other very well. Yeah. So, and then I can get to know you while we do it and everybody else can too. I, yeah, I just thought it was kind of a neat concept and a bunch of other people have emailed or texted me about being um, on the sh- a co-host also. So thanks. Thanks everyone. And if you, if you do want to co-host with me, one of these crazy weekends when Nikki and Anderson are out traveling around, you know, just drop, drop me a line 
And, you know, maybe we can do like two, three people, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's even fun, you know, to have a couple of extra people in there as well. So, um, so thanks. Thanks so much for joining me. But I was looking at the annual because I got to get a guest on here that I'm that I do more minutes than. So I was looking you up. You've done twelve thousand four hundred twenty four minutes this year, mostly running, by the way. So, I mean, you're you're putting in a lot of a lot of running and uh, and I'm springing up the rear almost 2000 minutes behind you, uh, 10,499 minutes. So there I don't think I'm going to catch you. I was trying to catch you. There I was know, like I, two to three weeks that I was trying my hardest. I started out the year so well. I mean, I, I was going like, I was up there with the leaders. I mean, I was up there with the top people in the top 10 of our group. And, and what happened was I got the whoop. And I really backed off of my intensity and um, I was getting a lot better. And then and then my the whole farm thing happened. And even then, I was still doing pretty good. I had a, a couple of really great months. And then my dad had that knee replacement. And that just threw me all out of all out of sorts. And I've never really gotten back to the tread regularly since then, although he's doing pretty well now. And he's going to Florida very soon, I think. December 23rd. So I'll probably drive him down there and then drive back on the 24th. Or hopefully I can talk my sister into meeting me halfway and I can be back on the 23rd. I don't know if she'll go for that, but that's that's my goal. And uh so then I'm not gonna really have much to do with taking care of him for a while. And then I'll just be taking care of the farm and and trying to get my whole idea off the ground. And uh but I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, so that's why my minutes have just gone way, 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 way down. And yours have gone way, 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 way up. But I mean, you're really you're really getting into like more distance running. And I mean, it, it's so fun to see. And, and you're the perfect age for running every day, too. You know, like I can't hardly run every day anymore where, you know, 25, you, you can run every day and just get better and better and better. And you got a good runner's build, too. You know, you're real you're real lean. Uh, like I would have never thought you were only five one because you look you look taller. Like that's what everyone says to me is like I look like I should be tall. I think it's because I just have longer legs and my torso is like mm-hmm. three inches long. That <laughs> I just look super tall, but no, I'm only five one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you you do you you've got that runner you've got that runner's build that runner's look. So it'll be interesting to see you know how good you want to, you want to be, you know? So, cause you, you didn't run in high school, right? No, I just ran in like middle school. Um, and then the only runs that I did in high school were really like five K's, 10 K's with my parents, but I never trained for them. I would just hope that I made it through. <laughs> like oh, that's so funny. The line. Well, yeah. You definitely, you definitely got some talent there. So, you know, it's been fun to watch you, you know, just keep going and keep going and you get more and more minutes and, you know, pretty soon you're going to be doing like 10 minute, I mean, 10 mile runs on the weekends. And I mean, you're, you're, I can see it. You're the classic, uh, let's start running and get better and better where I'm on the down, yeah. I'm on the downward slope of my career. So, but you, you should add the biking in like maybe just one or two days a week. I think that would really, really help. Good. Yeah. Because I, sometimes my hips will really hurt. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if I built up some like leg strength or like some glute strength, maybe by doing those bike rides, if I would maybe relieve some of that pain in my hips. 
Well, probably so. And then also just the cross training aspect of it. You know, you're not you're not pounding on your legs every single day, you know, so, right. you know, with, with the biking, it's so much more low impact that it it just doesn't beat you up. You still get a great workout. You'll be probably sweating more than when you're running. But yeah. it's different. It's just different. It would probably help you. I mean, you since you don't love it, I wouldn't say go three or four days a week, but maybe one or two days a week. Just just try it and, you know, see if you can. It'd be a good it'd be a good recovery day for you, even if you just did, you know, recovery rides or, you know, low impact rides that those would probably those would probably really help you. So so congrats on the annual. I need I do need to find somebody below me though, which is getting harder and harder because these, you, you Peloton people are nuts. I mean, you guys are just, you're just all out Peloton. It's, it's crazy. Um, now also I usually look out and do PR shout outs from Pelotrack, which is an app still in beta. And, uh, it's kind of cool. It just, and it doesn't pull up everybody, but it just pulls up random people. So, but these are people that actually had PRs in the last day or two. Um, do it for cookies. She's always jamming it. Um, Pelo Junkie 25. That's Laura Buchanan. She's been sick and she got a PR. I, I, that lady is just unbelievable. Uh, Spin for Claws, Sleepless and SLC. Uh, Please No Burpees. Uh, great name. Shane's. I think that's right. And Pelotime for Yesh and Stay Moves. So there are a couple of new names on there, but they... Uh, yeah, they all crushed it. So, and Peloton, we usually go right here to Peloton People Person of the Week. And let me undo my silencer because I haven't seen that yet. But I, uh, we started way early today. So, no, I don't have that. So, we might not have a Peloton People Person this week. We might just have one next week. So, okay. it won't be me. It won't be me though, because one workout is not going to really probably get you Peloton People Person of the Week. <laughs> So now uh, let's see, what do we got next? Oh, next, MetPro. So MetPro, I just sort of kind of threw out the window the last couple of days with Thanksgiving. As a matter of fact, big shout out to Jennifer who made a pumpkin pie, who I'm, I'm not a big fan of pumpkin pie. Are you a big fan of pumpkin pie? I love pumpkin pie. I love sugar in general, but pumpkin uh, pie is like my favorite. <laughs> well, she made a pumpkin pie. First time she's ever made a pumpkin pie. And it was so good. It was so light and so airy. and I mean, it was it was delicious. It was the best pumpkin pie I've ever had. And so now I'm a huge fan of pumpkin pie. Um, so shout out to Jennifer for that. But but the last couple of days I've been back in my Met Pro groove and feeling better. I mean, for me, it's it's not even about the weight so much as I just feel better when I eat healthy. Are you are you a healthy eater or are you like Elf? You know, I. <laughs> I'm not a very good eater. I'm super picky about what I eat. Um, I don't eat any red meat just because I don't like it. Mm -hmm. um, I eat like a lot of rice, a lot of chicken and like turkey. Um, okay. That sounds I, like, that sounds like Jennifer, my wife. Eater. Yeah. yeah. She's a picky eater too. And and she used to eat like, I mean, we would go somewhere and, and she liked the stuff like off the kids menu, like, you know, like chicken nuggets and, and stuff like that. And then, and then a few years ago, I can't even remember. It was probably 10, 15 years ago now. It's been a while, but she was diagnosed with celiac disease. And so she can't eat any gluten and uh, which is kind of a pain. You know, it's not it's not as hard. But but, you know, even when you go to a restaurant these days, you know, they'll have a lot of gluten free choices. 
but they all come with that little asterisk, you know, it may contain cross contamination. Right. And, and she gets pretty sick, like if she gets any gluten at all. So she's got to be really, really careful. So, you know, it's such a drag to have like, you know, eating restrictions like that. And she doesn't like red meat either. So she doesn't eat red meat. You know, it's a lot of chicken, a lot of turkey, rice. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she likes the success boil in a bag uh, rice because it, it's like super easy to do. And uh, yeah, so she I mean, she doesn't have like a ton of ton of foods, but she's also like you. She loves sugar. So yeah, I had a really bad issue eating cereal like every morning, Fruity Pebbles. I love Fruity Pebbles and I'll still keep some if like I want to PR on a run. Uh, I have to eat Fruity Pebbles beforehand. Oh, that's funny. So, <laughs> yeah, but I've kind of gotten away from eating cereal in the mornings because I thought like that's really a lot of sugar. And since I don't eat that much anyways, because I'm so much of like a picky eater that I just can't find foods that I like. I started just drinking like protein shakes in the morning. That's a good, that's a good idea. That's, that's, oh, geez, let's see. Um, yeah. So um, what was that? I lost my train. I thought my phone just rang because I took it off silence, but let's get it back on silence. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. So, well, well, that's good, but but now back to MetPro, because I'm always I when I do a MetPro commercial, I'm I'm probably the worst MetPro spokesperson in the world because I go all over the place. You know, last week, you know, Heather shared some of her issues and which was really, really interesting to me. And uh, I was telling my coach Ryan that he, he should listen to that. And he was he 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 um he uh he did and he really liked it. So anyway, my co-host next week is gonna be my coach from uh MetPro, Ryan. So He's a really he's a really great guy. He's really close to your age. He's maybe late 20s and he lives in California, northern California, and he's just really interesting. So we'll talk some that pro, but we're going to talk a lot of other stuff too. And I'll probably make him talk some Peloton as well. Does he he's do not, Peloton? No, he's not a Pelotoner at all. I don't even think he's ever tried it, but but he's really fit. He um well, he struggled with with weight when he was like high school age, early 20s. I mean, he really struggled with his weight a lot. And, um, but then he, I, he, I mean, he sort of figured it out and, uh, then he's, I don't know how long he's been working with MetPro, but he's also owned a, a CrossFit gym. So he's a cross, he's one of those cross crazy CrossFitters, you know, like those guys are super, super healthy. Yeah. And, uh, and he was a whooper. Uh, he had the whoop band from when they first came out. So, which was four or five years ago, I mean, I gave, it's probably even longer than that. So he's been with them for a long time. So we we just got a lot of things in common and and a lot of things. I mean, we kind of differ in some some areas, but he'll just be really really interesting. So if anybody's out there listening to this, and I'll make a, a note on our face, Facebook group too. But if you want to just send in any nutrition or um, fitness questions, he is like he's super good. And ironically, he really likes the podcast, although he doesn't do Peloton at all, which to me is really weird. You know, because we talk, I guess we go off script quite a bit, but we do talk, you know, it's mainly Peloton. So if you're not into Peloton, I, I don't see how anybody would really enjoy this podcast. And so now, did your mom listen to the podcast at all? No, no, my okay. mom doesn't listen to any podcast, but she might listen to this one after I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she should check it out. So, but um, so now, so next week I'm back on doing the Med Pro the last couple of days, feeling great. 
Um, and I'm going to, I got to, I got to be on a hundred percent this week since I'm going to have Ryan on next Sunday. Cause I don't want to just show up here and just go, I did a horrible job and that would look really bad. So I really have incentive to do really, really, really well this week. So we're going to, we're going to see, and I got to get, I got to get some more exercising in this week as well. So I, I hope maybe everything calms down a little bit this week and I can make exercise a more of an important topic. So Let's see. Next, we got the topic of the day, which was kind of your running journey and future goals. But we've kind of already we've already done that. So let's just go right on in and hit some news. So this is actually kind of big news here. But Pillow Buddy is reporting that people who pre-ordered the rower are having a a lot of success price matching the Black Friday deal and getting three hundred dollars in free accessories. So, you know, if you did if you did um, order the the rower, you know, I'm talking to you, Laura, I'm talking to you, Gwen, um, and all the other people out there that, that got the rower, then reach out to them via chat or call them up and, but do it like today or maybe tomorrow. This probably goes away after tomorrow, I would imagine. And you might be able to get 300 bucks and free stuff. So that's kind of a, that's kind of a cool deal. If they, if they're, in fact, that's true. And Pillow Buddy's always putting out good stuff. So I think, say that's it now how about the rower you guys gonna get the rower no I want the rower so bad but I just can't I'm not gonna be able to do it with my shoulders no I I was gonna say when you were saying I want the rower so bad I was like I don't know if that's such a great idea with with your shoulders I I just I just don't you know I don't know but if you're just doing lightweights now it seems like that'd be a lot of shoulder work doesn't it yeah no I definitely can't row I just want to do it (laughs) because I like having the option, even though I don't use the bike, I like knowing that if they drop a class on the bike that I really want to take, well, I can still take it. Yeah, I I get that. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I I get that too. And and like, I'm missing the rower, having a rower now too. Um, Even though I don't even know what I'm missing. I, I, I think I would like it. Now, when I was a gym member, I didn't row very often. But, you know, it's just kind of boring, too, you know, just to to sit there and row where I think a Peloton class would be a lot more fun. You know, yeah. and when I was a member of the Y, it was just a rower. You know, I mean, it, that's all that's all it did was which was kind of cool. But, you know, you'd only do it like five or 10 minutes. You know, you just you really wouldn't sit over there and do it a long time. So I don't know. I can't, I'm like you. And I do kind of miss having the bike and the tread in the same place. And it's just like, OK, you can hop on either one. Um, right. But but when I did have them in the same place, I found I was hopping on the tread way, way, way more than the bike. I just I just love the tread. I don't I, do I don't too. know what it is. I, I I sort of think that the tread could be Peloton's secret weapon. Cause I, I know a lot of people and a lot of people I've talked to that, you know, most people start with the bike and then if they really buy into Peloton and really love it, then they try to get the tre- the tread also. And then so many of those people really start digging running. You know, I, I, I've seen and heard a lot of stories where, you know, somebody gets hurt and, you know, they used to be a big runner. And so they they get the bike and then they start biking all the time. Then they're feeling better and stronger. And then they start running again and they're a better runner than they ever were. So I don't know. But Peloton, that price range for their tread is just it's pretty high, you know, so it's like bring the price down just a little bit. They get some more people in here, but maybe they know what they're doing. I mean, the rower to me is way, way, way expensive too, oh, but so expensive. 
it's uh but I, I do want one yeah so maybe one of these days uh and i could i could literally get one probably and it's a legitimate work expense uh, even though we don't really make any money you know i could put it under the peloton people umbrella and so um i don't know i don't think i will though until i get everything set up here but i got i have one room here and i call it the bot it's a, a bedroom an office and the peloton bike so that's why it's called the bot and i could if i took the bed it's just a it's just a little uh twin bed back there and really nobody sleeps there um but they might with the airbnb but i could take that out and the desk out and and I mean, I could fit a tread, a uh, rower, and a bike in there perfectly. So I think you should. Uh, it, it might be in the long term plans, but I don't know. That takes up a lot of space too. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's this isn't a huge, huge, big apartment or anything. It's right now. I'm talking to you above a barn, so they're literally horse stalls right underneath me right now. So. That's awesome. Yeah, which I still have to clean out. Okay, so oh now. Uh, Aditi is launching a three-week intro to meditation uh, program that's coming out soon. I'm definitely going to do this when it comes out because I have never, I've never clicked with Peloton meditation. Do you do any meditations at all? No, never. Yeah, I, I just, I've tried Peloton meditations, and I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I got another app that I do sometimes that works, that works actually pretty well, but. An intro to meditation might be right up my alley because I. If you try it, I'll try it with you. Okay, I'll let you know. I'll let you okay. know when I'm gonna try it. We'll post it on the Facebook group because yeah, I, I it, it's got to be pretty easy. It would definitely get my minutes up, and yeah. um, I really love the intro to yoga um class. I mean, program that that was one of the most fun programs I've done. So, and Aditi Aditi's great, and I guess anybody can do meditation, right? I mean, it seems like. Right. It seems like anybody could do that. But I'm so unfocused when I do a meditation that it'll be nice to get some pointers from the Peloton point of view. And then maybe the meditations will make much most sense. The funny thing is, the only shout out I've ever gotten in a Peloton class was uh, a meditation class. I took it live. I was I was waiting on Jennifer somewhere. I took her somewhere and I was waiting in the car and I was like, I think I'll do a five minute meditation or something like that. And so I got to the class early. I was just on the app only and they were like, you know, welcome, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, it's kind of funny. So that was the, that was the only time. So um, right now uh, Peloton has a sale. I assume it goes through tomorrow, but 30% off accessories, which is kind of neat. And um, the rower is undergoing certification uh, testing to be sold in the UK. So it looks like Britain is, is close, close behind. I wonder if Peloton's going to expand to any other countries next year. Um, I think that would be kind of cool. You know, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm really I'm jonesing for um, French, of course, because I love the French language. But um, oh, speaking of languages, like the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about languages and everybody's really like German. Do you take the German instructors ever? Sometimes I'll do the Marcel, Marcel, Mar, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah do his because i really like the music that he chooses and have then you, have you tried to buy us i have okay he's got an andrew lloyd weber run that, yeah i think i did that one and it was really good yeah it's bias is one of my all-time favorites i don't know what word he's saying but i just i just love to bias so it is music and my taste really jive and 
Uh, maybe it's because he's an older guy like me, but I just, I really, I really love him. So try, try more Tobias classes. Okay. You, you'll, you'll love him. Dad, now, which, do you speak any other languages or anything? No, I had taken Spanish from kindergarten through college. Oh my goodness. So I am pretty good at like reading Spanish, but I cannot speak any. Okay. Okay. I don't know why it just doesn't click in my brain to like come up with the words by myself. But if I'm reading it, like I could read a Spanish book and like be fine. Oh, that's cool. So it's really odd to me that I couldn't actually speak it. I know. See, I can't even read Spanish. And I took I took a whole year of it in college. And I just I'm I'm horrible at languages. Horrible, horrible, horrible. That's pretty. So since you started taking in kindergarten, was it easy for you in college when you took Spanish? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I went to school for biomedical engineering and I took um, Spanish for like medical professionals. And so that was like a lot of reading Spanish. Oh, it okay. Was good for me. That is really neat. Now you're now, do you think you'll ever do anything in the bio um, biomedical field? Would I get that right? You know, I'm only 25, so I don't want to close that door completely. But uh-huh. for right now, I'm just enjoying what I am doing. So I think for right now, it wouldn't be a possibility, but I can always fall back on it. Yeah, that's that's pretty. And now you you work for like a leasing company, right? Is that what you're doing now? Yeah, it's like legal accounting. Okay, that's interesting. I bet, yeah. I bet that, that is a pretty fun job. Now you're in the office every day, you don't get to do any remote work? No, no remote work. Sometimes I get to visit properties. Like if they say, oh, like go see your property manager, or go walk the units. Um, I'll go and do that. But that's not very often. So I'm usually just in my little cubicle. And do, you, and do they um, own, pro- do they own the property or are they just yeah. like, okay. So, and do they own property in all states or how, how many? No, I think that we're in 13 different states right now. That is, so that's, that's a big. A lot of New England, Ohio. Um, I know that they're building in like Indiana. And then we have some um, like Louisiana and Alabama. Um, I think that might be maybe Tennessee. We might okay. have one. But that would be about it. Yeah. That, that's really interesting. What it, It's so funny how like you might go to school for something and then you end up doing something totally different. It's just, I just, I love how, you know, watching people evolve and, and, you know, what they, what they gravitate toward. It's just, it's just Mm -hmm. really fun, especially young people like you, because you got, you got so much opportunity and so much, so much ahead of you, you know I mean? And, and, you know, you got so many dreams and and all that kind of stuff. I just, it's really fun to talk to somebody so young, you know, for, (laughs) for me as an old person, it, it, it kind of gives me energy. So you know, it's, it's probably one of the reasons I really love doing the show with Nikki and Anderson because they bring they bring such a different perspective. Oh, Nikki and Anderson, I'm killing them in minutes on. Um, oh, are you? On annual, yeah, yeah, I crush them. Now, now Nikki works out a lot. If they if they could count their basketball minutes, then they would be way, way, way ahead of me. But they can't as of right now, so I am just crushing them. But once they get out of school, I could be in trouble even even <laughs> with them. So, but anyway. Uh, let's see, what do we got next here? So the new mobility, uh, collection. So you took some of this and, and to me, I haven't tried one yet. Um, 
but it looks, it almost looks like physical therapy classes, you know, like the kind it of stuff. It reminded me do. of when I was in PT. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> that's like, that's like really, really neat when you think about it because, and I've seen this with my dad and I think this, I, I think this might be sort of universal, um, especially like for older people, but you know, he goes to PT two or three days a week and he's always complaining about how, he, how rotten he feels after he's done with PT. Now my dad is, he is in terrible shape. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but he doesn't do a lick of PT um, outside of PT. You know, there's, you're supposed to do stuff every day and he, mm-hmm. he doesn't do anything. My mother-in-law, same way. She goes to PT at, at least once a week and um, she doesn't do anything. And even, even Jennifer has been going to PT for her shoulder um, here lately. And I don't even think she does her stuff outside. So, so think about like you get the fun Peloton, PT kind of exercises that you could, you know, match up with whatever ailment you have. I mean, that's pretty, that's kind of cool. I mean, when you Mm -hmm. think about it, it could really, it could really revolutionize the way people, you know, do their PT and and their injuries and stuff. Yeah, I did a lower body one and it was really good, but I did notice while I was doing it, my hypermobile joints, Mm -hmm. I was just flying through the things that she was saying to do. Like I, I was just already fully doing the motions that she was saying to like, try to get into. And so I was like, oh, I should probably not do this again. Yeah. With your, with your situation. Cause I can't even imagine, you know, like I can't even touch my toes. I can hardly touch my knees, but um, I don't know. I wonder if it's more for people that are having issues in those, in those departments. I would say, yes. If you're looking to gain more mobility, more flexibility in your muscles, that series is like perfect for you. But if you're going to try one of those, the hypermobility in their joints, I probably wouldn't do it again, especially me having the three shoulder surgeries. I wouldn't go anywhere near the upper body ones. I would just stay on the lower body. Now what's your long-term lookout with your shoulder surgeries, is that something you're just going to have to do every few years or, or do you, you think it's behind you now or what's the, what's the story there? Basically he told me with my left one, um, he can't do surgery on it again. It would have to be like some type of artificial something that he would have to put in there for it to function. If it ever like kept dislocating again. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, that means that I still have a surgery to go in my right arm if I need it. So okay. I guess if I'm going to dislocate an arm, it should be my right one. But wow. uh, he did say, you know, I should never do push-ups again. I should stay away from like heavy lifting. So that's why I do like three and five pound weights. I'm not going to go above five pounds because that's just, I don't want to hurt myself again. Mm-hmm. And the surgeries are like extremely painful. So oh. I really don't want the shoulder surgeries again. Now, what about swimming? I don't swim. You don't swim at all? Mm -mm. He said to me that I shouldn't do any overhead motion. Okay. That's a lot of stuff. I'm not allowed to golf. I can't go bowling. Like the swinging motions is what I guess really does it to your shoulders. Now, does that ever depress you? I mean, are you ever like sitting around going, God, it's just, it's not fair. I'm so young and I can't do any of these things. Or are you just, are you okay with it all? I'm okay with it. It's more of like a funny joke around my house now. It's like, oh, let's go bowling and Serena can just sit there and watch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess so. I don't I don't know. I think that would depress me for some reason. I I don't know. I mean, I think of like all the stuff I do that I have to lift over my head and 
and stuff like that. I, I just got to think that's really hard. I mean, yeah, because like I can't really even open doors very well. So like we'll go to a restaurant and I'll just stand there and wait for somebody to open the doors for me because I just if I try, it just won't move. Like I'm that weak at this point that I can't open heavy doors. Now, is is one side stronger right now than the other side? Yeah, the right side is definitely stronger than the left side, I think, because this one hasn't had surgery since 2015. Uh But honestly, both sides are really weak. So. I mean, I say it with like a grain of salt, like this one, I guess it's a little bit better, but. Now, does it, is it hard running? Like when you're really, when you're really running and swinging your arms, does that do anything? I mean. How- I notice that I am super tight up top because I don't want to swing my arms too much. Mm-hmm. So then around like two and a half or three miles, my shoulders will really start to cramp. <laughs> so. That is really interesting. I have to push past like the three mile mark. And then once I get to like four or five, then it starts subsiding. So now are um, you, are you able to relax your shoulders and arms while you run? I mean, can you, can you do that? Or is that just too bouncy kind of thing? It it hurts. It like really starts to hurt with like the bouncing. So I'm pretty tight up top. Wow. Mm -hmm. That, That now your parents, have they had shoulder issues at all? No, but my mom does have joint hypermobility and she's had both of her hips done. Oh, wow. By the same surgeon. So he's done five of our surgeries now. Wow. Hey, you probably added an extra room or two to his house. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's incredible. But yeah, I want to try those mobility things because I just, I think that could be, that could be really fun. And then we talked a little bit about the five pay, the five K pace setter outdoor audio collection. And I think I want to try one of those too. I think the, what's the slowest, like 12, 13 miles. I think they do the 13 minute miles. Yeah. So I could do that. And, and then that would be a pretty good way to get back into it, but it it would be kind of neat if they had more than like, what was the playlist like? Was there a playlist on it? Yeah, there was a playlist, you know, it was, kind of like EDM or like house music. Oh, okay. Almost nice to have in the background. I got But you. I wouldn't choose a playlist like that if I was doing a run on the treadmill. Okay. That's that that's sense. sort of interesting. <laughs> okay. So also in the news, Ash Pryor and Matt Wilpers, uh, your brother will enjoy this. They've recorded scenic row classes out in, in Southern California, uh, which is kind of, you know, it's kind of what... Um, Hydro does. So I wonder if that's going to be some, you know, another lawsuit in the making kind of there. Oh, like, no. <laughs> like Hydro's like, no, we do this. Nobody else can do it. I, I just, I don't know how that stuff works. You know, Peloton seems like they've settled all their outstanding lawsuits with all these other fitness companies. But, uh, you know, Hydro's got to be, I mean, people that have Hydro really love Hydro. I mean, they just, they just love it. And uh, I thought about getting one at one time, but I just don't want to have another subscription you know, service. So, you know, if you're, if you're even interested, halfway interested in rowing and a Peloton person, then you're probably going to, you know, gravitate toward the Peloton um, machine, I would think, just so you wouldn't have another, you know, right. $50 a month or, or whatever it is. So I, Hydra's got to be, they got to be a little worried about this whole Peloton thing, I would imagine, just because Peloton has so many people. Like, I don't, I'm not sure if people are going to come to Peloton and just get the rower, you know, I think, I think they're probably, their market is probably people that already Peloton and then, and then they come in and, and get the rower. But for me, it's just still a little, a little too pricey. And uh, 
I can I can wait them out, especially, you know, last year they went up and down so many times. Um, yeah. I'm glad I, I'm glad I got the tread when I got it. Uh, that worked out uh, really well. Um, but, you know, it's not even hardly being used right now because Anderson and Nikki really aren't using it. And Jennifer's walking on it some, but, you know, she was here all last week. So we should, it would have been great if we had the tread here. So yeah. I'm going to work. I'm going to keep working on that, Serena. I'm team. Get the tread. Yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome. I'll even send the bike back. I would rather have, I'll trade the bike with them because I would so much rather have the treadmill here. Uh, but but even that's kind of silly because I have so many walking trails here and, you know, I I could run here, but it's pretty, it's pretty hilly too. So I'm not, I'm not the greatest hill runner anymore. So I, I just like the tread. I just like I like the tread. You know, if I'm working, sometimes I just like to take like a 15, 20 minute walk break, you know, and just go get on the tread and walk, clear my head. Um, so, yeah, it, the tread's just it's just way better. It's just a better fit for me. So hopefully, hopefully it will. Uh, for all the Just Sims fans out there, I saw where she's going to be starting back live classes on December 10th. So college football season's over. Uh, are you a college football fan at all? No. OK, I, I thought maybe you might be a pit fan. So, My dad is. Okay, yeah. I, he I figured has, some... uh, season pass to the pit basketball. Oh, do you ever go? I don't know. My dad. Oh, you should go. Like you should go. I love, I love, love college basketball. Like I can't wait for the Dan Anderson and Nikki's game today. I just, I love it. Love, and I, I really love college women's basketball, which is very strange to me. But we started watching it when when Anderson became manager at Belmont. And I just I just fell in love with the game. So, you know, right now I'm wondering, because this could be Nikki's last season. She could play another year if she wanted to because of the COVID uh, year. Um, but I'm not sure she's going to. But I'm wondering if I'm still going to be a huge Belmont fan after she leaves. And mm-hmm. I sort of think I will because, you know, each year they bring in new girls. And so you get to know, you know, a whole set of new girls and although like a bunch of them did not would not friend me on be real by the way i like there's only Hi. one player that that would that i don't they don't know who i am you know i, <laughs> I it's like it, it's kind of funny like i'll watch them on tv so i feel like i know them it's kind of like people that listen to the podcast they they kind of i met a guy once and he listened to the podcast and it, it, it was like he knew me but i didn't know him at all it's kind of that it's kind of that same way i think it's yeah. just a weird a weird dynamic so and you know they're way younger than me and i'm just some old guy so it's like what well, we don't want some old guy checking us out on be real so i totally i totally get it um but uh but i do i do i do follow a couple players on be real so i, I love their post and and of course nikki and anderson who don't post nearly at regular enough, but so yeah, so the college football season is almost over. So Jess Sims is coming back. She was great on college game day, by the way, you probably don't watch that show, but mm-hmm. um, she was fantastic on there. Uh, Bradley Rose had a birthday this past week. You probably don't really know Bradley at all. Did your mom no. like Bradley? I bet she does. If she likes Leanne, she only does Leanne. Oh, she just only does Leanne. She, yes. She will not do anyone else other than Leanne. Wow, mm-hmm. that is quite that is quite the monogamous um, Peloton rider. She That's, loves Leanne. So was she doing her classes live or no? Okay, but she's taken. I guess she's taken every single Leanne class ever recorded, though. Oh, for sure, she's been on Peloton for a while. That, yeah, that is so neat. I love Leanne too. Leanne, Leanne's great, but I I don't think I could just do one. 
describe with one Peloton instructor. Okay, that's crazy. Okay, uh, Jess King and um, Sophia, her wife, said, had their baby. Um, I don't, I'm going to butcher this name. Lucian, I can't even say that middle name, uh, King. So we'll say, say Lucian King. Um, and so so another Peloton instructor has another baby. So uh, they pictures were on Instagram. Very, very cute baby. So, so Jess, is, I guess, will be coming back eventually. So speaking of instructors, let's talk about some of your favorites. Who who are you? Who are some of your favorite instructors? Okay, I have a lot of favorite instructors. I'll That's say good. Pearson Ferguson is my absolute favorite. I okay. love her intention classes, like intention setting classes, and she always does the affirmations. Mm-hmm. I really love that. Um, and she was like one of the first tread instructors that I really got to know. So then I was just always doing Kirsten classes. Um, and then I started doing John Haas gang. I love John. And I got my mom to become a tread fan because of John. I told mm-hmm. her one day, you've got to do his dis I think it was like a Disney walk that I got her to do. And after that, she was like, Oh, I love John. I'm only doing John on the tread. So, so she's John on the tread and Leanne on the bike. Yes. That is interesting. Okay. Um who else? Bex, of course. I think that if I want to do a run where I want to learn something, mm-hmm. I'm either going to do Bex or Marcel Dinkins. They're like yep. the most educational tread instructors in my eyes, at least. That is true. Matt Wilpers, too. I'd put him in that category as well. I have PTSD with Matt Wilpers, personally, <laughs> because the first run that I tried to do on the tread was a 20 minute fallout boy run. And it was like a progressive run. Uh huh. I thought it was going to end me. Oh, wow. <laughs> like I did not feel good after. And it was just 20 minutes, but I had never, I hadn't run since like high school. And That's I thought tough, I could just do this 20 minute run with Matt Wilbers. I don't well, know. Progressive what too. That, I, that's a tough way to start out. So mm-hmm. yeah, I get that. Have you done, have you done the Bex Gentry class in the, in the You Can Run program where she talks about cadence. Have you done that one? I don't think so. I started the You Can Run program. I think I caught like two weeks into it and then I, I just couldn't keep it up. It's either it's either in week two or week three. It might be week three, but it's a class on cadence by Bex Gentry. And it it, it really turned me back into like a decent runner. I mean, just that one thing, you know. Her thing was, you know, you should be 180 steps or the optimal way to train is 180 steps per minute. And, you know, for me, that was really shortening my stride and, you know, much higher leg turnover. But I think the whole the whole concept behind it is, you know, you're not bouncing as much. You know, you're it's more it's more of a, a glide kind of thing. And it really does make a difference. But play around with the cadence sometime and just and just see that or or even take that class. You can look on my profile um, and and find the class that way. It's hard. It's kind of hard to get to the to the classes unless you do the program again. But um, but yeah, that you can run program. And I didn't really like the first week of it. But after that, it got it got really, really good. But I mean, for me, the first week was too hard. I don't know why it just it just was. Um I think the first class, I can't remember who the first teacher was. And then the second was Jess King. And I, I don't, I love Jess King as an instructor, especially on the bike, but I just don't, I don't jive with her that well on the tread for some reason. I don't, I don't know what it is, but, um, 
but she was the second instructor, I believe, on there. And and then I like the first time I tried to do that program, I dropped out. Like I drop out of most programs. But <laughs> then the second time I made it all the way through, it was it was fantastic. That that whole cadence class, I, I talk about it way too much, but it is a life changer if you're if you're on the in I'll into have that. To try again. Yeah, it, it's it's really, really neat. And so so anybody else besides John and, and Kirsten? Mm. I mean, I really liked Jermaine Johnson, but I feel like he doesn't do enough classes. He needs to do more. Yeah. And Adrian, of course. I love oh, Adrian. Everybody loves Adrian. But I, I mean, like to do his upper body classes, too, because a lot of the time he'll do like one arm at a time. And mm-hmm. it's easier for me to lift one arm one arm at a time. Um, or Callie. I like to do her upper body classes. Yeah. She's great. She's so funny, too. Oh, he is so funny. Yeah. I, I always forget about Callie, but my one class this past week was a Callie class, and she's she's really, really good. Now, my question of the day for you, Serena, is what is your absolute favorite thing about Peloton? You've been like, you've been, it's hard to believe you've only been with Peloton, what, six, seven months now? Yeah. Um, but what's, what's your most favorite thing about it? You know, I used to watch YouTube a lot, like in college. All I did was watch YouTube, and I uh-huh. had like people that I would connect with and I would just watch every YouTube video they put out. That's I think awesome. that Peloton kind of took the place of YouTube for me. Huh. That's interesting. Because when you're on the tread, you're kind of getting to know the people and they're telling you stories about their life, but you're also like working out with them. And I just really like that aspect of it where I'm like watching somebody and they're telling me about their life because I came from like that YouTube community where I was like watching people's lives anyways. That that actually makes total sense and something I haven't heard before. Mm -hmm. But I like that too. I like, I like getting glimpses into the instructor's lives. They they don't all really do that, but then some of them do kind of get personal. And I I kind of like that because, because you kind of get to know them a little bit as, as, Mm -hmm. you know, as people as well. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Kristen is, is like that. I think that's why I really connected with her was because she's always talking about her daughter. She's telling like funny stories about her family or she'll even talk about Jess Sims sometimes. And I think it's hilarious. Yeah, that that, that I can I can totally see that. I never made that connection. Huh. My dad, my dad, all he does is watch YouTube like that. He doesn't even watch regular TV anymore. And yeah, uh, that's how I got the, the other. This is kind of funny. The other day, Jennifer and I went up there to visit him. He lives up on the hill here. And we walk in and he's watching a car chase um, in California because, you know, they have car chases all the time. And we sat there and watched a car chase for like an hour. It was fascinating. And then, you know, the next thing, you know, he it'll switch over to a Tennessee Ernie Ford music video. I mean, it's the most random stuff. And yeah. uh, but he loves he loves, loves, loves YouTube. So I, I get if I start watching YouTube, I guess get sucked down in the vortex and I can spend way too much time there. And I always end up at lay twins. Um, they're they're uh, dancers, twins that dance, French twins that dance. And they are so good. So anytime you want to see a really good video, just put in lay twins. They are okay. so good. So L-E-S-T-W-I-N-S. They are so good. Every time I watch, every time I go down the YouTube rabbit hole, that's where I end up. So <laughs> Uh, but that I guess that's kind of a cool favorite thing to have about Peloton. Well, huh. what's your favorite thing about Peloton? Uh, you know, it's kind of changed and evolved. Now I've been doing it. 
I, I haven't really been Peloton that long either, but compared to you, I'm probably like a dinosaur. You know, we got we got our Peloton and during the pandemic, very first part of the pandemic, and we started with the bike. And then right after we got the bike, I'm like, Anderson, we need to get a tread. And so then we found a used tread, you know, one of the big, huge ones. And that was an ordeal moving that thing. And But in the early days, I just... I don't know. I just I just liked everything about it. You know, I like the instructors. I, I like that it was fun. I like that you got a good workout. Um I, I just I liked I liked all that stuff. And then and then now for me, I I probably have more passion for Peloton now, even after a week of only working out one time. You know, for me also, it's kind of become like the community. You know, our Facebook group is it's such a fun group. And and I think for me, it's it's kind of become community because when we started, we were like, okay, we were talking about Peloton all the time. You know, like when you get a Peloton, your family, especially, you know, with your mom and dad and brother, y'all probably talk Peloton all the time. At we the talk first. about Peloton every single day. We're talking about what classes we're doing, like yeah. who we're liking, what we should be taking. Like- I know. So, so it's just weird. And so we were sitting at dinner one night. And I'm like, we should start a podcast. I know nothing about podcasts, but Anderson knows more about that stuff. And and he's like, yeah, let's do it. So, you know, we started. We didn't know what we were doing. We just we just sit down and talk about Peloton, you know, as as and and then, you know, we tried to like throw ourselves into it, too. So, you know, it's like we kind of talked about our life some and 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 some some of that. But even then, we were really insulated from the community. It really and, you know, people would reach out to us every now and then. So we would know some people. But you know, for the most part, we didn't really know any other Pelotoners, you know, we were locked in the house and and whatever. And then early last year, when we started the Facebook group, that's when it really changed for me, because then it became more about the community than about us, you know, and that was, and that was really fun to me. And then, you know, getting to meet people like you and, you know, everybody I've met on Beyond the Leaderboard and, and, you know, all the people that we get to interact with on the Facebook group. So it really is about the community for me. It, it crazy as that as that seems. And you'll notice like the 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 podcast is even kind of evolved around more toward our community, which which has just been super, super fun. So you know that it community, I guess that's that's the thing. And passion. I'm just I love seeing the passion of all the Peloton people. Like I said, I'll I'll get on the bike and you know there'll be 30 people from from our community that's taking that class and I might be able to beat 10 of them. I mean, and and I'm decent on the bike. I might, I'm not, I'm pretty decent on the bike, but you know, and they'll all beat me on the run. I mean, there was a time when I could hang with you on the run when you were first coming back from your shoulder mm-hmm. surgery, I could, I could hang with you. And then you just started getting faster and faster and faster. And I mean, maybe if I ran my absolute hardest and you know, it was like, 50 feet. I could probably hang with you, but, <laughs> but you're, you're just, you're way too strong for me now. And, you know, doing five, six miles now, I can't, I can't do that right now, but, but no, I, I, I love Peloton. I love the product. I love, I love the people. I guess the people, I love the people more than, <laughs> more than anything. So that's, that's my, that's my answer. And it's true. So Anyway, so now let's talk a little bit about Be Real, because I really haven't really worn that out today. But Louise Lawson uh, made the plunge this week, and I love seeing her life in Louisiana. So one I day love was... her name on there, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, what is her name on there? It's Louise, like how you spell her name. And uh-huh. then Anna. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Oh yeah. See, I didn't make the connection. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's funny. Okay. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. One day she's like sitting in the yard, like, um, and it's just raining outside. I mean, she's not, she's kind of under a covered area, but I don't know. I just, I just love people's boring everyday lives, you know, like, like you, I I've seen a ton of pictures of Yeti, um, you know, and, and it looks like you guys have some cats too. Don't you? I have. Okay. So now I have five cats. Oh my goodness. What happened was we had three cats and then my friend um, from my old job, her brother adopted two pregnant cats. Okay. And they had their litters 10 days apart. And so she posted a ton of pictures and I saw the one and it was this little gray kitten. I fell in love with this kitten. And she was like, well, we need like really good homes for them. And I know that your family loves cats. So we were already going to adopt this one little kitten. And then she came to me and she was like, he's really good. Like he's really close with the one girl from the litter. It's this little white cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she sends me a picture. I'm like, well, I'm in trouble because now I'm going to take both these cats. Oh my goodness. So you have one dog and five cats? Yeah. Okay. So now are you more of a dog person or are you more of a cat person? You know, I've always been more of a cat person. What happened with my dog was I was living in Akron by myself and Uh I was going to this rescue. I went a couple times and I was just kind of looking at the pets like, oh man, like I love them so much. Like, am I ready to get another animal? And then I saw Yeti and he was this little, he was like 12 weeks old and he was from this puppy mill that they rescued 27 puppies. And he was just so cute and just sleeping on my lap and so like flimsy and like floppy eared. And then I knew I was in trouble with him too. <laughs> so I took him. Now he looks he looks kind of like a huskyish a little bit. What do you, you know mm-hmm. what, what he is? I think that he's husky border collie mix. Is yeah, what he kind of looks like that. Yeah, that's what they think he is. That's neat. I'm more of a dog person, but only because I'm allergic to cats, you know, so I like I can't even hardly be in a cat environment without this sneezing and my <laughs> and my eyes swell up. It's really it's really weird. And we had cats when I was a kid growing up. This happened to me like when I was in my 20s that I became allergic to cats. As far as I know, it's the only thing I'm allergic to. And really? what a random what a random thing to be allergic to, you know, I so. couldn't live without my cats. That's, I love them. So now, does much. Yeti and and the cats get along? No. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you do that? So Yeti has his entire. He has the whole basement to himself. Okay. Okay. So you've seen it. It. It's oh, yeah, it's huge. Yeah, and he has the whole gated outside area too. So he loves to run around out there. He catches squirrels sometimes, which is like yeah. traumatic to me. But I let him do whatever he wants. And then he has the whole basement to himself. Um, the cats have the whole upstairs to dominate. And okay. right now I'm in the process of making one of the bedrooms upstairs an entire cat room. Oh, that's so funny. Moving everything out of that. That's like my goal this week is to get all of that stuff moved out of that room. That and is like the carpet pulled up and maybe put down some flooring if I can. I don't know if I'll be able to do that with my shoulders, but I'm going to try. That's interesting. Now, is five cats enough or are you going to keep adding? Five cats is enough for right now. Okay. Okay. The two kittens, we just got them maybe three weeks ago. So they're really tiny still. They're like two and a half pounds each. 
That's neat. You guys, you guys yeah. must be animal lovers for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Well, I love, I love senior be real. So please keep posting because I'll keep posting. they, I'm trying are, to get better at it. They're, no, they're all good. They're all great. And, and even the ones like where we mess up and, you know, our face looks really you know, like that or it's really funny or something. It's just like, I love them. I just, I just, I just love them all. Um, but yeah, so Louise Lawson, uh, joined up with us last week. So please come join be real, uh, Friend me, I'm just W Keithley, W K E A T H L E Y. Which and you're Yeti's mom, right? I think I am. Yeah, I, I your name. know what I am. <laughs> That's how I know Yeti's name because your yeah. your name on there I think is Yeti's mom. But but you can go yeah. to our Facebook page and pinned at the top is everybody's be real name, and you can just you can just follow people. I love uh, following you know Matthew Johnson and Hazel over in the UK. It's just it's just so neat. Do you follow them over there? I think I yeah I think I do. Yeah. But it's just so neat to like see a picture, random picture every day from another country. And, you know, mm-hmm. here lately, Matthew's been in Switzerland all the time. And although it looks com- really boring, it's still kind of neat to see. Like his English pictures are way more interesting than his his uh, Switzerland pictures because I guess he's working, you know. So I, yeah. <laughs> I can cut him a break because he's out there making the big bucks. And, um, you know, Hazel's always doing something. Um, she She's riding a lot and. Yeah, I just, I just, I just love that. You know, we got the Canadians, and um, I can't remember his name. What's his name? Uh, Jam all day is his uh, be real name, but he's in, I want to say Croatia right now for the world champion uh, tap dancing um, championships, like for the whole world. So his daughter taps for Canada. Um, that is really cool. I know it's so cool. <laughs> and so just seeing that is just, you know, I don't know how can team Canada did or anything like that. I didn't even really know that was a sport, but, but it's, it is sort of weird. Like all the weird things that are sports, like carriage driving is a sport. Uh, <laughs> do you watch the crown at all? No. So, well, anyway, in season five, episode two, the first half of that episode is Prince Philip and he's out carriage driving. And that is, pre- I mean, it's a real sport. They they have like it's almost like three day eventing for like a regular horse. They'll have they'll have dressage, so that's where you're in, in a big ring on a carriage, and you got to do all these particular movements depending on what uh, depending on what test you're doing. Then they'll have um, day two is a marathon course where the horses will go out, and I don't know how many miles it is. It's not a marathon marathon, but it's still several miles. And then they have six or seven hazards that they go through and they they've got to go through these hazards you know the correct way and and so you're timed in the hazards you're not you're not timed on the marathon so the horses aren't like going all out or anything like that but but they have to do like a certain pace it can't be too fast it can't be too slow and and then when you get to these hazards you're just going all out and it's just crazy to watch you know a lot of them are water hazards so they're going through these and it'll be it'll be you can do a single horse or pony a pair of horses or ponies or a team, which is four um, horses and ponies. And Prince Philip used to compete with teams. And uh, I used to compete with it myself. And it's the only sport in the world where you literally can get beat by grandmother. I mean, it's just, it's just, and I regularly would, I would regularly get beat by grandmothers. And, uh, but it, it's, it's, a, it just shows you there's like a sport for everything, you know, yeah. it, it, it's, it's, it's craziness for sure. Okay. So now we got some, we got a lot of Facebook group news this week. So we'll, we'll kind of just run through these, but uh, really interesting stuff. 
Um, Joanna Delgado wrote in studio with Camilla. Uh, so she posted some pictures on the Facebook group. It looked like she had a great time. Uh, Daniel DePippa, uh, he took an in-studio ride with Kendall. Um, so that was on one of his bucket list items. And he had an interesting post uh, this past week, too, talking about, you know, his struggles. And, you know, Heather was so open and so honest on, mm-hmm. on the podcast that, you know, it kind of took me off guard because a lot of people that I talked to now, Heather and I, we kind of know each other pretty well at this point. But, you know, I had no idea, like, you know, some of the struggles she had had. And it kind of talk, you know, caught me off guard when, you know, she was just so open and so honest. But but that's what makes like such a good show, you know, like the more. Yeah. The more, but you know, we we all have a tendency to to be guarded, you know, especially on a podcast because people can listen to it pretty much forever, you know, and and it's just, you know, even myself, I, I try to be really open and honest, and I probably am way too open and too honest, but there's still probably even aspects of me, you know, that I kind of keep to myself. So, because well, you know, one, I don't want everybody to know how insane I am. But they probably through 77 episodes have figured it out by now. So, but no, that, that, but there was a really interesting discussion on the Facebook group about, about some of this stuff. Um, also, when Heather is fully recovered, the consensus is that she does the 100,000 step challenge. Uh, that's where you do 100,000 steps in that one is day. That's wild to me. At 24 hour period, it starts at midnight and you got 24 hours to do 100,000 steps. You think you could do that? I bet you could do that. I don't think I could do that right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I it, it would be tough. It would be tough. I because even if you just went out and walked a marathon and and walking a marathon, well, that that might be roughly fifty thousand steps. I would think. Um, yeah, I think I calculated it yesterday because my mom was asking me if I did a marathon, how many steps do I think it would be? And I think I was around forty eight thousand. I think that's about right. So you're talking mm-hmm. about 50, around 50 miles to get 100,000 steps, yeah. you know, and that's, that's a lot of walking for one day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you would 20, you only got 20 hour. I mean, that'd be hard. I mean, if you just walk three yeah. miles an hour, you could make it, but it wouldn't be easy. I, yeah. I, I think that would be hard. I used to be really obsessed with steps also, and I'm not really so much anymore. Because, you know, I do a lot of biking and it's hard to be stepped obsessed when you when you're doing biking and stuff like that. But um, and I don't know, I like I like my workouts these days to be more focused. So, you know, I oh, this is something I wanted to ask you. How do you pick your classes? You know, I always struggle with that. You know, I'm always coming up with these weird, crazy systems on picking classes. But so you wake up in the morning. How, how do you decide what you're going to do Peloton that day? Well, really, I choose. The night before I'll like lay in bed and I'll like pick out my final stack of what I want to get done the next day. Um, And then I'll kind of like prioritize the stack like, well, I definitely need to do these two classes first. And then if I'm feeling okay, like I'll move on to this third or fourth class. Um, But then I look through during the entire day. I look for new classes. I look to see, you know, like I really like this playlist. I really like this format. Like I'm going to add it to my stack for later. And then that night I'll go through whatever I added and like try to rearrange and see what I want to take the next day. That's Um, really cool. Yeah. But also my mom, sometimes I'll hear her doing a class like on the tread and I really like the music. So then I'll go through whatever she did and see if like I want to add it to my stack for like the next day. (laughs) 
That's funny. Now, if you don't do all your stacks in one day, do you clear out the stack? Do you clear out the stack and start no. all over? Okay. No. So the, they'll stay in there till they get done. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you always keep 10 classes in there or do you? No, I usually keep it around like the eight mark because then if I find a class that I really want to do, then I have like another space or two to add in. <laughs> now, see, that's kind of cool. I hadn't heard that before. Like just have some open space in there. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Because right before I do my workout on the tread, I'll do like one final pass through to see if there's anything else new that I really want to do. <sighs> Yeah, talking to you and Heather. Yeah, it really makes me miss the tread. I, I we we've got to move on. Okay, so <laughs> Laura Buchanan, um, who is the best whoop person in the world. Her recovery, her strain, her 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 um, let's see, recovery strain. What's the other one? Um, sleep. Yeah. So she's like so good in all three of those areas. But she's been under the weather this week, and she's still working out like she's been sick and she still works out. And so I can't wait to see what her whoop numbers are tomorrow. I would think she can't, she can't possibly lead the group in every single statistic tomorrow, Mondays when they come out because she's been sick, but you know, who knows? She's, she's, she's crazy. I I'd really, I got to meet her because I'm fascinated by by Laura and all that she does. I mean, I really am. And she's got everything. I think she's got the bike, the tread, the rower she's got now. Um, she's unbelievable. But I mean, a lot of people on here are. It's just crazy. Um, Roberto still still walking, and and he's posting some beautiful pics of his walks. Do you ever check those out? Yeah, like they're beautiful. I mean, he's he's had some really really interesting nature shots here lately that have just been great. Um, let's see. Oh, Gabby and Kelly Glinsky were spotted working out together with a tennis match on in the background. I, I thought that. that was hilarious. And also Addie, who's back in the country, uh, completed her first ride. So you got like tons of Glinskys out there riding. And I, how do you know how close is Kelly close to you at all? Like she's a huge Philly. Uh, she's a Phillies fan and an Eagles fan. But I think she lives closer to Philadelphia than you yeah, do. Yeah, she's probably like three and a half to four hours away from me then. Yeah, because you're you're actually in Pittsburgh, but yeah. you're a Philly fan. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's nuts. But yeah, so you guys are all in Pennsylvania. So you, you should, you, you probably can't play tennis at all with your shoulder, I bet. No. Uh, have no. you ever played tennis like when you were young? I think I tried to play maybe twice, but okay. I've never been good at sports where I'm swinging my arm anyways, especially cornhole out of all huh. things. I cannot play cornhole to save my life. Oh, that's funny. That's, that's yeah, but it's probably because my shoulders are so bad. Yeah, I, I guess so. Now, when you were cheering, did you cheer all four years in high school? No, I cheered my last two years of high school, but I danced. I've been dancing since I was like three years old. So I danced all the way through um, high school. And then when I went to college, I would like fill in sometimes if they needed me at the company. But mm -hmm. then I just stopped. That's so you don't dance anymore at all. Mm -mm. Could you? Could you still dance? Yeah, I could definitely still tap dance. Like I was a big tap dancer and it was kind of one of those things. Like if you get past a certain age, I think that you could always go back and do it. Oh, that's neat. I love tap. I just, I love it. And now with your dance background and your love for theater, did you ever do any shows or anything? No, I went to a really small school. It was like 60 people in my graduating class. Oh we my. didn't have like, we didn't have the people to do shows. I think we tried to do Kiss Me Kate 
one year and we had like 11 people and it was just pitiful. So we stopped <laughs> trying to do shows all together. Oh, that's funny. Now, if you hadn't gone down the cheer path, which I'm telling you, cheerleaders are amazing athletes. When I go to these Belmont basketball games, I'm like more impressed by the cheerleaders than I am the actual basketball players. I mean, they're doing they're doing tumbles and backflips and like everybody on the freaking team can do backflips. Yeah. Now, if you had never cheered, could you you think you might have avoided these shoulder problems? No, how he described it to me was it was like taking time bombs and it just accelerated it. So I probably would have had issues like when I started lifting, um, like in college, then they probably would have both dislocated anyways. That is so interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, all right, back on Uh, Kyle. Is it Kogan? I think it's Kogan. Kyle Kogan, also on Be Real, by the way. He smoked a turkey and made a chocolate mousse pie for Thanksgiving. And it looked delicious. He put a picture up. Oh, my God. It looked it looked so good. And then, once again, I'm going to put a shout out again to Jennifer's pumpkin pie, which was just amazing. Um, Andrea Williams um, crushed her first five-mile race, 940 pace, uh, in the cold. Uh, I'm assuming it was up in Wisconsin somewhere. But she just started running. I mean, you know, she's like a pretty new runner. And and she's and she's about your age. You guys are about the same age, I think. Oh, and and uh so y- y- y'all will be a good rivalry for sure. But I think she's contemplating she's much faster than me. Uh I don't know. You could do a 940 pace, I bet. Not for five miles. Uh, I don't know, but she but she really has come on because I remember like she didn't really run at all. You know, she was just a biker. And um, then she got the tread. And I swear, after like two weeks, she was already better than me. Actually, she might have been better than me after day one. But she's really got some talent in in running. And, you know, it just really fits her lifestyle, too. You know, she's outdoors a lot. And and I guess she doesn't mind the cold weather being, you know, up north. And, and but, wow, just amazing. So congrats to and- Andrea. Uh, with Brave Wings, I believe is her leaderboard name. And that's an easy one to remember because she was the first, our first uh, member of the Peloton People Facebook group. Um, Andrea okay. was. Yeah, very first one. Uh, let's see. Uh, Amy, Amy ran a 5K turkey trot with both of her daughters. And uh, I think they're in Palm Springs maybe this week or somewhere out in California. And uh, I love Amy, Amy, by the way, but I got to meet her too. We met briefly on our little open house thing, but we didn't get to talk, you know, one on one. So I, I've got to, I got to have, I got to have her co-host because I think she'd yeah. be really great. But she said, like her, I'm gonna, I hope I don't get this wrong, but I think her older daughter won her age division and you know was was one of the top female runners, and it was a big race because she showed like the starting line and there were a ton of people there, and mm-hmm. then her youngest daughter, who's not really a runner, did really well too. So um, they, she said they were going to maybe make that an annual tradition. So that's kind of neat, like when you, you can go out and do that. Anderson and I have done some 5Ks in the past I, together. I think the last one we actually ran together was the Tennessee Titans have a 5K every year. And we did that one year, which was kind of fun because you end on the football field and you just kind of run, you run into the stadium and it was, it was a lot of fun. So we got to do that again too sometime. Uh, let's see. Oh, Laura Buchanan. Speaking of, of, uh, Laura, she's getting a guide. The guide had like a really good, uh, sell 
this last week where you could get like an accessory package. I mean, a lot of accessories and the guide as well. And it was probably the best deal that Peloton had out there, you know, pound for pound. Do you guys have a guide? No. Okay. Well, you don't, you probably don't even need to get into the guide with, right. with your shoulders. So don't, don't be tempted by that. What's yeah. that? We have oh, a you tonal. have a tonal? Yeah. Oh. So my parents use the tonal a lot for like strength. Um, I get my mom to do like some of the 20 minute upper bodies on Peloton, but she really likes to use the tonal. People love the tonal. Now, can, you could probably use the tonal because you can do really light weights on that, right? So the minimum is five pounds. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's pushing and it. Five pounds is really tough for me still. I okay. tend to stay towards the three pound weight, so I can't really use the tonal much. I, I love your outlook, Serena. I mean, you, you definitely have like, I don't want to say a handicap per se, but I mean, you, you definitely have some limitations, mm-hmm. but yet you're maximizing what you do have. And I, I don't mean that to me, that's awesome, you know, because I feel like I don't really have any problems and I really don't maximize anything. So you're kind of, you're a real, you're a real inspiration, you know, that you can, that you can do all this, all this stuff. And I mean, that's, it's pretty impressive. And your outlook's so good too. You know, like you're not like. really good on Peloton is that Logan, I like to do some of his strength classes because he doesn't really put pressure on his arms too often. Mm -hmm. And so it's nice for somebody who has like the shoulder issues that now you have somebody who does like the seated or like some of his core workouts are really good because he doesn't really go into plank all that often. Um, and then the other ones I like to do are like the Rebecca Kennedy standing cores. Mm. Really good for somebody well, who's had like multiple shoulder surgeries. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, no, I, I love your outlook anyway. So um, uh, Jenny McLaughlin's been under the weather. So wishing her a very speedy, speedy recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gwendolyn Dawson, uh, whose leaderboard name is Gwen Gets To, one of my all-time favorite leaderboard names. Uh, she got a shout out in her 1000th strength class. So, uh, Gwen, Gwen's another Peloton people person that really amazes me. I mean, she just, I mean, for a lack of a better word, she just has everything together. I mean, it could be a facade. I need to talk to her too, but I mean, she looks so organized. Have you ever noticed that? Like on her post and everything? I mean, even her 33 strength classes this month. Yeah. So, I mean. Just amazing. And she's got the rower, the tread, and the bike. She's just, she's so well-rounded. Her B-reels, she probably has the most organized even B-reels. You know, her her life, there's just a calmness about her life, you know, where, huh. you know, I feel like I'm in chaos, you know. No, least, that's me. At least six to seven hours out of every day. She just seems to have a calm to her that I just, I really admire. I, I got to learn from, I got to learn from Gwen. Mm-hmm. So she's somebody else I really want to talk to. Um, Karen, Karen Thomas Reed, who I don't really know. Uh, she shared a positive uh, Peloton customer service experience, which was just, it was so refreshing because, you know, most of us just complain when we have bad experiences and, you know, I've had some horrible Peloton customer service issues, but I've had good ones too, but I never really talk about the good ones, but I have complained about the bad ones. And and anytime I had to contact Peloton, I just dread it. I just, cause you never know who you're going to get or how it's going to go or, or anything like that. So it's just, it was just a nice reminder. Like, yeah, you know, like be nice to the Peloton people. They're, you know, they're probably working as hard as they can. They're trying to do it. They're trying to do as good a job as they can. And 
but you know, sometimes it can just go horribly wrong. And I, I just, I hate any kind of customer service experience really. So, um, anyway, so, so that's, that's kind of the Peloton people, Facebook news. If you want to be a part of our Facebook group, just come to uh, Facebook. I think it's forward slash Peloton people and we'll let you in. And, uh, it's a really good group. And, and to be quite honest with you, we've had nothing to do with that. It's just, it's just grown organically. You know, we just kind of, we kind of threw it up there and then like a bunch of great people came to it. It was, just, it was just so, it was just so much fun. Cause you'll, you'll go to other groups and they all have different, um, different things, you know, that they talk about. Do you, um, do you, are you a member of any other Facebook Peloton groups at all? I'm in the clip out Pel- uh, Facebook group. That's a good group. Podcast. Oh, really? Have you listened yeah. to it before? I I think I've listened to like one episode and I don't know why I just didn't get into it. It's I different. The Peloton People podcast. Um, I think I was just looking for Peloton podcast because I wanted yeah. to listen to them at work. And I found you guys. And I think it was around the time that you were trying to get your tread. Oh, it my was gosh. Like tread saga. And I listened to the one episode, but I was like halfway through the tread saga. So I went back and I was like trying to find the beginning of the issue. <laughs> and then I oh, just- my gosh. It was it was so it was so awful. I'm so embarrassed <laughs> that I put all that out there. But I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you, you just you want to be as honest as you can, you know, with stuff. But I was I was like so hurt by Peloton then. But I really am back to to loving Peloton once I got the tread in. And even like you know, I was thinking about the other day. Like even when I got the tread, like I had to you know tighten up the belt and I had to do all this stuff. Like the guy that came to put the tread together didn't even have any tools. I had to give him tools. I mean, I was the whole situation irritated me. I still hate XPO by the way. Cannot stand that company. I just cannot stand it cuz they just flat out lie. But it but it turns out, you know, it really wasn't XPO. It I, I really wasn't even dealing with XPO. At least in our area, XPO like subcontracts all that stuff out. So, you know, they, they just hire all these people and I don't know, it's, it's a mess. I don't, don't take me that back down that road, but, <laughs> but cause I really am, I really, really do love Peloton and I wish I had time to do like a whole stack of 10 a day, you know, who knows, who knows when the annual restarts again, if I'm going to go crazy and try to keep up with, you know, vegan rabbi who who's impossible to keep up with, by the way, um, I can't even imagine. She's so good. Yeah. She's so good too. I mean, like all these people that do all these minutes, you know, Annie does so many, um, you know, Heather and, and woohoo, Julia. It's just amazing how, how many minutes everybody does. I, 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 I'm just, I'm amazed at you guys all the time. So very, very, I guess very motivational, but then sometimes it can be discouraging too. Cause you're like, wow, these people, they're so much better than me. And, you know, I feel like I'm kind of on the old end of a lot of the Peloton people. And you're kind of skewed younger, too, by the way. I, I feel like we don't have like a ton, ton of young people. It's like mainly people in between. So, you know, it's yeah. it's it's really a neat mix. So thanks for being a part, by the way. Um, oh, so Beck's Gentry update. So I was I was looking for some Beck's Gentry news. And she's I, I swear that I saw where she was out running already again after after her baby, but I couldn't find that. But I swear I saw a post on that somewhere, which I, I thought maybe I dreamed it. But I would imagine she probably is out walk running again. I don't I'm sure she is. Her husband, I think, did uh, the turkey 
run with. Oh, that's husband. interesting. Now, yeah. now, here's the thing: you say her husband. I don't think she's married. I don't think her and her partner are married. Really? I, I think so. I I think his name's Austin, because she talks about him some on on you know when she's running and stuff. But I I don't. I actually don't think they're married. And huh. and here's like a, here's the interesting tidbit I found about Bex when I was looking for stuff this week because it was on one of her old Facebook posts. But she was married before. At which I just found, I don't know why I found that fascinating, but it looks like she got divorced or her divorce was finalized uh, during the pandemic where, you know, a lot of people went, you know, one way or the other, you know, a lot of, a lot of relationships had a really hard time because, you know, you're just on top of each other, you know, 24 yeah. seven. And, and so either a relationship's got way better or some got way worse. So, um, yeah, so she was married for like three years, and and I just I thought that I thought that was really interesting, and so you know since I'm reporting on that from Bex, I I probably should point out too I was married once before too, uh, before Jennifer, and so this was like a thousand lifetimes ago. You know I'm I'm so old, uh, Serena, that I feel like I've lived like five hundred lifetimes. I've you know I've You're gone through so old, many. Though. Well, I know I I I I kind of kid because I really don't feel old. I feel, I'm feeling really pretty good these days, especially especially eating healthy. I was feeling really bad when when I wasn't eating healthy and eating healthier, which doesn't still do, is not just common place for me. I really got to think about it and I really got to strive to do it. But if I can do that, then that's that's the thing for me. My problem is I'm just not usually hungry. And so I, I just skip meals, you know, because I'm always busy. I'm always wanting to do other things. And and then I get so hungry, uh, it just kind of clicks. I'm, I'm starving and then I make poor choices, you know, especially yeah. if I'm out on the road somewhere. So for me, it's like getting all my meals in where I'm not hungry, but I'm eating healthy stuff. And that's, you know, that's made a huge, huge difference for me. Uh, that's where MetPro really, really, really helped me because that, you know, I was working out all the time and I just wasn't losing any weight or, or, or anything. And I really wasn't even feeling good. I couldn't run at all. I was just, I was physically, you know, probably too healthy to be a decent, a decent runner. And I'm still a little heavy to be a good runner. Um, but, um, anyway, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with all that, but yeah, so I was like Bex, but my, my first marriage lasted I, I guess we were married six or seven years and it was it was long long ago I guess I was probably about your age when when I got married the first time so any any marriage in your future no no <laughs> not anytime soon <laughs> okay nope no serious boyfriend or anything yet yeah I have a boyfriend um but I don't think that I mean I still live with my parents so I, gotcha. I don't think that would be anything that I would think about until like I moved out of my parents' house and like lived on my own for a while. And then maybe I would consider it. <laughs> I gotcha. Well, tell us about your boyfriend. What does he do? Um, He's an engineer. Ah. He's like plastics engineering. Um, He doesn't do any Peloton. He likes to go to the gym and lift, but he doesn't do like cardio or anything like that. Has he tried Peloton? Has he tried it? No, oh, never. get him over to try it. I went on vacation with him to Florida at the beginning of the year. And it was a struggle to get him to walk half a mile with me. <laughs> so I don't think that he would try Peloton anytime soon. <laughs> where did y'all go in Florida? Sanibel Island. Oh, that's not far from where Nikki and Anderson are. Like it's, you know, it's, it's right by Fort Myers, you know, where the, the big hurricane happened this, you know, this fall. And uh, Sanibel's beautiful. I've been there a couple of times myself. Yeah. What a, I think what a it got destroyed place. though. 
Yeah, I think it. I think it did get yeah. like hammered really bad. But it, it. Well, at least it was like a beautiful, beautiful island. Did y'all have fun? Was it a good trip? Yeah, it was a really good trip. It was like four days because I hate being away from my dog for too long. Yeah. So I was like, we'll leave on a Thursday night and come back on Sunday morning. <laughs> well, that's good. If you can get along on the road for four days, that's good. That's a good, that's a good relationship sign. So um that the bottom line is um with this whole marriage divorce thing, you know, I've been married, Jennifer and I've been married. I want to say 23, 24 years. I should know this. I I don't really. I guess we got married in 1999. And uh, so however many years, I guess that's like 23 years. But the bottom line is relationships are hard, no matter what. I mean, no matter if you've been married like a year, three years, six years, 22 years, they're just hard. They're just hard. They take a lot of work, you know? So it's like, and, and now we're kind of going through a new phase too, because Jennifer kind of lives in Nashville. I kind of live here in Woodbury, but mm-hmm. I can just see. I, last time she was up here, I can see it. She's starting to really dig this Woodbury lifestyle. So she's going to come aboard. You just watch. You just you just wait. It might take a few more episodes, but it's yeah. it's going to happen. So anyway, <laughs> that's that's my that's my Bex Gentry update. Um, relationships are hard, but she's doing great now. Great looking baby. Um, and um, anyhow, so. Now, uh, my Matthew Johnson update. I really don't have a great Matthew Johnson update, except every Be Real uh, lately, he's watching the World Cup. So uh, he's a huge soccer fan and cricket fan, too, which I know nothing about cricket. Do you know anything about cricket? No. Yeah, I know nothing. I know I know that the matches can last like days, which, see, I don't even understand that. So he's going to come on one of these days and explain cricket to me. Uh, but he's, he hasn't yet. But right now he's watching the World Cup and um, England and the U.S. played uh, Friday, I believe it was. And it was a tied game. So really for the U.S. to tie England, who's so good, that was sort of a win for us. So um, I think we got you on that one, Matthew, although England's probably going to go a lot farther than us. But um, I thought that was kind of neat. I didn't watch the game. I'm not a huge soccer fan. Uh, are you a soccer fan at all? I'm not, but my dad and my little brother are. So yeah, so are they watching the World Cup? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I bet Matthew's watching like every game, I, even when England's not playing. I think he's that big of a a big big of a fan. So, um, anyway, so now let's go to goals of the week. What do you got this week? And I mean, excuse me, Serena, what what's your what's your goal? I think my main goal is just working on the cat room. I yeah. Okay. That's a good one. That cleaned out. I want to get it painted. I want to get the carpet up. Like I just want it to be done because the kittens are just getting bigger. So now, do you have any time off this week or do you have to do all that at night? No, I have to do it at night. Yeah. So I'll probably work on that today. I need to go grocery shopping today. So I have a lot to do. I think <laughs> I, I do too. That's, that's, that's so awesome that you, we did this so early because now I got like the whole day I can still get stuff yeah. done. So yeah. my my goals is I have a really tough mailing job that I'm doing. It's like a brochure with a remittance envelope and it's for a charity and they want it in the mail really quick. And it's still in the design phase. And I just want to get this project behind me because it's going to go it's going to go south really soon. I can just feel it. So I just I you know, Thanksgiving popping popping in here really messed me up and. And then I got a magazine that I do regularly that, you know, should have dropped last week and it hasn't yet. So I just I just got to get these couple of big projects behind me so, you know, I can just kind of breathe again. And then, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to 
to go toward our whole resort idea as well. So, um, you know, kind of, I'm trying to kind of bring that along also. So that it's, it's going to be fun, but man, it's just, it's just been, I've just been so busy, so busy and, and missing the tread. And, uh, but I still, there's no excuse. I should be doing something Peloton every single day. So when you look on my last week and I did one workout, it's pretty sad. And, and like a, a few weeks ago, I had a goal of, I don't think about this yesterday too. Of going out and just hiking, just doing like a thirty-minute walk, even you know, it just every day. I why couldn't I do that? And I swear, since I said that, I've probably been hiking maybe three times, and that was like weeks ago. And and now it's cold. I hate I hate going out in the cold. Um, but I mean, it's just so beautiful here. I just I got I got to be doing that. I mean, anytime you go walking here, you'll see wild turkeys, you'll see deer, you'll see. Um, occasionally you'll see a coyote, uh, and that's, I don't really like seeing coyotes and in the summertime, you might see a snake or two. Don't really like that either, but I mean, you'll see everything. You'll see, you'll just see every, every kind of animal as you're walking along out here on the farm and it's just so much fun. So I gotta do, I gotta do more of that too. You know, I gotta, I don't know. I gotta, I want to be more like Gwen, you know, <laughs> I, I, maybe I should change my leaderboard name to William gets to because her, her <laughs> the cool thing about Gwen's name is it's just so it just seems so grateful. Like she's so grateful for all she she has, you know, and, and when I find myself getting down or something, I think God, I got so much to be grateful for. And, um, you know, as long as I can kind of keep grounded and just keep the idea of, you know, gratitude, then, then I, I'm kind of okay, you know, so that's kind of, kind of where that stands. So, but I think your cat room goal, that's a good, that's a good goal. So, but let's see if I had any other questions for you. We, I mean, you've, you've said a lot. I think we learned a lot about you, Serena. Um, thanks so much for coming on. This, this has been so much fun for me because. Yeah, I was super excited. Yeah, because I got to learn about you, but we still got to talk about Peloton because you're into Peloton. Yeah, this was just like a really neat format. And, uh, you know, I've been trying to do different things since Nikki and um, Anderson have been out because I just felt like if I just did the same thing every single week, you know, it might it might be boring. So, you know, I started with Annie and Julia both on at the same time. They were fantastic. Heather was fantastic. You're fantastic. You know, next week with Ryan, who who knows how that'll go. But I think I think Ryan will be will be a really interesting, interesting guest. And I've never I talked to him. You should um you should send out like a message on Instagram to like all of the Peloton instructors and just see if any of them respond to being on, on your show. Yeah, no, I, I, I really thought I, I might have a shot at Tobias because he's really kind of under the radar. Whenever I take a Tobias class, there's like less than 100 people in there. I figure he wouldn't have anything to lose. Um, but yeah, like I don't even know like if Peloton, you know, we're pretty small in the grand scheme of things. It's kind of funny if you look at our numbers for our podcast, you know, we're in the top five to 10 percent of podcasts. That's kind of where, where our numbers fall. But we don't make really any money doing this. We just do it, you know, for fun. But yeah. I, I even I wonder sometimes, like, if even Peloton even is aware of us, you know, I mean, you know, I talk about the clip out sometimes, but they never talk about us. Um, yeah. You know, Pella Buddy has a has a podcast. I I I talk about that sometimes. They, I don't I don't think any other podcast has ever talked about us. I really don't. Um, even John Mills, the connected fitness thing. I don't even think he's ever mentioned us. But John, John's a great guy. I love him too. Um, have you ever listened to his podcast? No. 
it's called it's called connected fitness and he does it, it it's an interesting concept he he does it on clubhouse and clubhouse is a platform where um, imagine like a big arena or a big stage in a theater so you know the speakers or the host are up on stage and then people can like raise their hand in the audience and then they can participate in the discussion and i think like the capacity is like 8000 people that could listen to the show live and and I think he does it on Thursday nights. I haven't listened in a in a in a few weeks just because I've been so busy. But it's a it's an interesting show um, for sure. And uh, but yeah, I mean, there's there's some other good podcasts out there. I mean, there's a podcast about everything, right? Uh, it's hard to it's hard to get into a new podcast sometimes. Um, and I wonder now, like with ours, because we do talk about a lot of people in the community. I wonder if that makes it harder for people to get into it or, you know, what they think when they come. I, I just don't know. I don't get to talk to many people that, you know, just started listening. So, yeah, um, I, I feel sorry for somebody who has to go back and listen to our first episode, you know, because some people are like that. They got to listen to like everything. And I, I mean, we were so bad at the beginning. And, you know, even even me, I feel like I'm getting better, but I still have such a long way long way to go. Anderson can just roll this stuff off. You know, the, the, our closing credits, you know, he, he does all that without notes or anything. And I don't remember anything. I'll say, okay, Peloton people, uh, Facebook group come there. We have an Instagram. I have nothing to do with that. Um, we have, um, what else do we have? Uh, well, we all do be real. All of us are on be real. And, um, then we have a blog too, but we've been so bad about the blog. See, that's another thing. I got to get, I got to get back to that too. I, I have, I have too much on my plate, Serena. So, but anyway, yeah. well, thanks again for, for joining me. Uh, happy holidays. Uh, I hope you have a great, you know, holiday season and uh, great Christmas and and please keep in touch and keep me posted on your marathon training. Cause I will, I, I can see, so I can see your times me. improving all the time um, on the thing, but just, you know, patience is the key to running. So don't, mm-hmm. don't try to do too much too fast. So even, even though you're young and spry and can run for days, if you wanted to just don't add too much on your plate too soon and enjoy the journey. Cause I mean, you've got, you've got such, you got such a great life ahead of you and I, I can't wait to watch it. So thanks Thank so much. You so, much. <laughs> so you have anything else you want to get out before we close out today? I don't think so. I just, I really do love the community. Um, the Facebook group is just so much fun. And it really is connecting with like all of the Peloton people. It really is like such a good, positive place. Um, And I'm just, I'm really happy that we got to do the show today. Yeah. Well, you were awesome. Get your mom to listen and tell her, tell her. uh, (laughs) And uh, I guess that's all. So thanks so much, Serena. And we will talk to you soon. Thank you, ma'am. Bye-bye. Bye.